Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day. Because whoa, hey, that... whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. John... Is there another person? Did you hear that? Do you hear that? Uh, guys, I'm sitting right here in the room with you. I don't. This is not a visual memes. I don't. I, we only listen. Uh, yeah, but you're looking at me. You know I'm here. Oh, oh God, somebody's here. <laughs> I never looked to that side. I never had to. I just always assumed that chair was empty. Yeah. All right, I thought, are my toys coming alive? Is this Toy Story? No, you've always been there, just in my mind. I've always been here. I've just been quiet this whole time. <laughs> well, who are you? Oh, yeah, I'm Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice today because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, welcome back. Yeah, I guess I'm here again. You are. Yeah. In the flesh. Don't get used to it. Oh. I'm used to it now. My my hype levels are so high. The precedent it's been set. You're moving in upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you have a I hear you have a spare bedroom all of a sudden. Yes, I do. Uh, I do very much. Uh, welcome back, Joe. How you been? <laughs> Descriptive. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, same same you as always. Listen, I guess. Joe. Listen, he knows there's a ton of news to get to this week, so he doesn't even want to get into the preamble. Yeah, I mean, there was enough stuff that I was like, I could talk about that again. I guess I care about video games again at this point, just for this week. <laughs> it's always interesting when uh, when there's new big news to talk about. Right, because this is the first time that anything important has been happening. Well, not anything. Last week was the Xbox stuff, so that was more. Important. The important Anything important. Things, yeah, the important things have started to roll right. in. Yeah. Um, Two months before they're supposed to happen. Things I'm actually interested in again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, welcome back, Joe. It's good to have you. Like I said, we got a, a lot to get into, uh, but you've been gone, so I want to give you ample time to tell us everything that you've been playing since March. For the last four months? Yeah. I want to know every single uh, toy, video game, video game accessory yeah, we need uh, to know what thing you that you've purchased. You didn't bring anything for show and tell this time. No. no. You switch lights on the ground. Over there. Oh, yeah, okay. we've seen that already. That's true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I need to know every single game that you've played, every single I mean, game that you've bought. That's one of the things. Is I, I wasn't playing. Like I just kind of got burnt out on video games for a little while, and like there was a four month period where I just didn't really play anything. I just kind of didn't really care. Yeah. Uh, which was weird because it was like during the pandemic when most people had nothing to do but sit around and play video games. Listen. I was just like, I don't want to play video games like at all right now. Animal Crossing really burned you out. You're like, you know, these chores, they're just too much. I really like, it I don't was, even want to play anything. It was anymore. Animal Crossing and it was Modern Warfare. Like I just played those two games for several months straight it seemed like. Chores I, the video game. Yeah. Like chores, of, even Modern Warfare was chores the video game because yeah. it was just your challenges i gotta wake up in the morning i gotta do my challenges i gotta do this and then it was switch over but yeah it was just uh doing challenges every day uh, and then switching over to animal crossing and like okay now i gotta dig up my four uh fucking dinosaur bones this morning and like check my mailboxes and look for the floating thing and i just i was just like i'm just kind of so fucking bored of video games right now it became an obligation and not entertainment yeah so i kind of just like with those games i just kind of quit cold turkey like once season three of modern warfare ended i was just like all right season three is over like i'm I'm done done." yeah and i stopped playing animal crossing just because i got bored of it and i didn't really like play anything for a while well there wasn't a lot that came out in the spring like you would think that normally there's that period of like the early summer like late spring early summer where there is that like final push to get things out before summertime when like traditionally video games don't sell as well and that kind of all got pushed to june and july where it was like, oh, not really a lot of stuff's coming out. So I think even us, we were just like, yeah, no, still playing Call still of playing, Duty yeah, and Warzone. Play, yeah. 
And like now I'm up to my eyeballs in new games that I just can't, like I don't have time to play all the things that I want to play in a given day. And I feel like I'm like ignoring the outside world even more because I'm just like, well, no, I got to play Avengers and I got to play Fall Guys and I got to play this and I got to play, I still haven't finished Ghost of Tsushima and I got to play this and Tony Hawk came out and then, you know, we got a bunch of games to get to this week that all came out. So like, I feel like I'm, I'm in over my head a little bit in terms of games. So it makes sense that at the beginning of the year, there was kind of that like lull of just like, nothing but checkbox games essentially of just like all right let me do this let me do that let me do this and uh, none of this is fun so yeah so yeah there was a like brief period where i didn't play anything for a while um and uh then i played the the last of us 2 when that one came out yeah um and you loved it it was your favorite game (laughs) no we did yeah john did mention that that you did not enjoy that game uh we haven't talked about it at all um, no, yeah. But, no, I just mentioned your opinions. I gave Digital Joe, not Digital yeah. Joe, opinions of it. Yeah, I, the game it just felt like a like a, a slog to play through to me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there's so much just walking around and like talking to people and looking at stuff. And there were so many points in the game where I was just sitting there with like just pressing up on the <laughs> the, the thumbstick, just kind of going like, "Come on, can we like get to something?" Kind of thing. Yeah. Like the game like looked glorious and beautiful and everything like that and I, I found like the combat stuff to be pretty interesting um but there was just so much downtime it, it felt like it was just a lot exposition of the game yeah. um so I, I but i mean i beat it I, you know i finished it uh I, kind of, I, I was struggling to get it done before ghost of Tsushima came out same uh ghost of Tsushima, uh i liked ghost of Tsushima. It, i don't think it was a great game we pretty much compared it to a one of the better Assassin's Creeds, like in terms it, of it, like it's, it feels very much like an Assassin's Creed type game, but it's better than it's like the a B, average. It's one. like a B minus Assassin's Creed. Game. Yeah, exactly. It's a yeah, it's a better than average Assassin's Creed game, but it's Samurai's and it's fun. Yeah, um, which is probably I think why I also just didn't beat it. Yeah, and I, I did everything in the game and I platinum it because I do. I've talked about it before. I love the, the like the open world time killer games. Yeah, um, and I just did the thing where I put on a video in the background and ran around and unlocked every area and found every item and did all that stuff. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. Like it wasn't uh, mind blowing, but I had fun with it's it. It's a good first step. Yeah. Honestly, for that, like for that series. That yeah. Well, clearly we'll get a sequel. I think it sold well enough and was reviewed well enough that. Well, it's getting the DLC. Oh yeah. The DLC comes out in soon. In a month or something. Yeah. So I think there was a good, it was a good first step. Definitely something I want to go back and finish. Um, but what have you been playing this week, Joe? Uh, this week, uh, I was rounding up, finishing, uh, Tony Hawk stuff. Okay. Uh, Tony Hawk. Fantastic. And having a lot of fun with Tony Hawk. Uh, just trying to get as many challenges and yeah. on finding all the stats for every character and just kind of doing all that busy worky stuff that Tony Hawk was. All those check boxes. That you yeah, all those check boxes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was getting really tired <laughs> towards the end. Yeah, I kind of got burned out as well. Yeah, I, I was very excited for something new to come out, and then new stuff came out. So I picked up uh, the Super Mario 3D. 3D All Stars. 3D All Stars. Yeah. yeah. Super Mario 3D All-Stars I picked up. I picked up that as well. What mm-hmm. do you think of it? It's Mario games. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's disappointing because it's the most... And, and we knew this going in, that it's the most bare-bones ultimate collection that they could have possibly done. Down to, like... I haven't checked mine, actually, since I saw this, but, like, some of the um, like stickers on the cartridges are, like, off-center. 
on the U.S. releases. Oh, really? That they're just like fucked up. Like, so there's not even quality control that. <laughs> on that. So like, I haven't checked mine since I looked at it because like it's in the Switch and I haven't thought about it since. Um, but like, there's it's it's just you you launch the game and you can pick three games and you can pick three soundtracks and that's it. Like, there's no booklet inside to to give you like the history of Mario or anything like that. Yeah, I guess that I. I would expect, uh, when it, in terms of, like, the content in the game, like, that's fine to me, yeah. in, in my opinion. I'm surprised that it wasn't really more fanfare to it being the 35th anniversary thing. I would have thought there would have been some kind of booklet that came with it, you yeah. know. Or at least, like, the announcement of some kind of, like, collector book or art book thing. You could buy separately, even though, you know, just as something, like. I know 35 is not 25. It's not 50. Like, it's not normally one of, like, the standard bearer years. But it still feels like a disappointment. And I don't want to necessarily give them the automatic pass of, oh, COVID probably messed up the insert. Because, like... How... No, they weren't going to put one in to begin Yeah, with. that's the thing. Like, I don't know how much COVID or Corona, like... Because imp... I assume we would have got this announced in June at E3 or their E3 Direct. And how... I don't know how this would have changed the end result of what we ended up getting. Uh, but ultimately, what we did get, while disappointing, is still fantastic because those games are amazing. And I'm loving playing Mario 64 again because I've been clamoring to play it all year. Uh, and, like, you know, downloaded the one you weren't supposed to download, like the free or the uh, like the upscaled, like, uh, Unreal Engine whatever version that they put out that they use, like, the found files for. Like, I played that for a little bit. Um, but I'm just, like, I'm glad to have the collection. And I've never played sunshine and i've never beat galaxy so like i'm happy to have it and it but it, it is a little disappointed there isn't more to it i'm sure you guys probably talked about the the um the lack of effort that went into it initially like yeah comparatively yeah. The, the if you look at the the crash bandicoot like remastered yeah. or spyro remastered. or the spyro remastered, tony or tony hawk yeah. even they're 40 dollars. they're completely rebuilt from the ground up yeah. look completely different a lot of effort put into it and this one, they just were like, eh, hey, we'll just slap the games in and charge them full price for it. Yeah. Because it's Nintendo it, and people will buy it. Yeah. And, and you both bought it. <laughs> I bought it twice. Oh, you bought it digitally too? I bought it digitally and case. physically just yeah. in case. Because oh, I, I wanted the physical version because I like collect physical Switch games. Yeah, and you have But the then I thought to myself, like, oh shit, but what if I lose it yeah. eight months from now when they don't make it anymore? Or like five years from now even. Yeah. But I still want to play it because I do still always want to go back and play Mario 64. I've played Mario 64 God knows how many times in my life at this point. Yeah. On, across various systems. Um. So I was like, okay, I'll buy the physical and the digital. Like, you got me with this fucking bullshit six-month uh, exclusive yeah. limited release, run. Limited release. Run and we've talked about it. Like, my my thought is is that this is going to go off sale, and then they're going to sell these three games individually for 30 bucks or 20 oh, bucks just, or like, whatever. Oh, just not like, as the collection? Yeah, they're going to sell it piecemeal. You can get them as you want them. Like, the games will still be available because they work for Switch. There's no reason not to take that money. But to buy them all for... $60 like maybe it'll be 25 and it's like all right well now you're paying the 15 bucks tax for not getting it early or whatever um and then that's when they'll make like galaxy 2 available as a standalone like separate game that you can buy or something like that um i'm still of the mind that they're going to do that but it is really shitty to not like outline that plan of like don't worry if you don't have the money or the funds right now because we know things are tight the and world over you'll be able to get these games later individually not as part of this collection and that's where you take out this like you don't get the soundtracks anymore you just have like the games and that's it yeah 
And so. I mean, I don't know how it is now, but like even for the longest time, like you still couldn't even get a Switch. Yeah, I think they're sold out again. They came back a little bit, but they sold out again. Recently, I just saw an article. It's like Switches are sold out everywhere again. Jeez. Because, um, I mean, it's people are stuck inside and they want video games and that's that's what they're going to get. So, yeah, I just, it's fun. I'm like, I'm super glad to have the game. I've been having a blast playing Mario 64 again. Yeah. I can't wait to beat it and then move on to the other ones. Yeah. Um, but as a collection, it is disappointing. But we knew that going in and you just have to kind of either be okay with the Nintendo-ness of it or like get mad and don't buy it. Like it's, you either know and you're okay with it or you're not and you didn't get it. And both are valid opinions and options. Yeah. So uh, Mario 64, enjoying a lot. Like I said, I've already played Mario 64 mm-hmm. a bunch of times. Did you play I, any of the other games in the collection? Uh, I did uh, just because I wanted to make sure I like tried them out to see how they were. Yeah. Um, I didn't really play Mario Galaxy originally on the Wii when it came out just because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't really like all of this flailing your arms yeah around. waggling and wiggling to, to play the game kind yeah. of thing it, it it didn't translate very well to mario to me so i didn't really get into it so i wanted to make sure i tried that on the switch to see make sure it worked good yeah uh so i just uh i went through each one you know i played the first area of mario uh babam battlefield went to the first area and uh mario sunshine did the, like the starting area of mario galaxy um uh, Mario Sunshine, uh, I liked a lot. I had tried playing Mario Sunshine uh, recently, like, like a couple months back. I think I talked about it when I bought the um, the like HD HDMI adapter for the GameCube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was like maybe a year or two ago. Yeah. Um, and tried like replaying Mario Sunshine, and the controls were just like terrible on the GameCube. Going back to play them, like at the time, I'm sure I didn't really think about it because I didn't really remember them being that bad. Well, it's kind of like the N64. Going back and trying to play things on the N64 now. Yeah. Well, Mario 64, like, I, I know it's just a port, but I really, really wish that they put in a fluid camera. Like, I'm sure it could have been done. I just hate the camera controls, the, how they the, were the mapped to this. Camera. But then they would have yeah. had to try. I know. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I know why they didn't do it, because it would have required them to try. And these are just like, throw a port on the Switch and everyone will buy it. And they were right. Uh, I just really wish that. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing that I would change. I don't need... I don't necessarily need a ground-up remake of Mario 64. I don't need it to look like Odyssey. I'm fine with it looking the way that it looked with just smoother edges. Like, that's totally fine to me. Because I'm playing it for the nostalgia of playing Mario 64 again. I just wish... The, the camera is the only thing that I would have liked to change. If you only had to make one... If you were only making one change to Mario, it wouldn't be make it look like Odyssey. It would be make the camera work Modern. better. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that that's my only gripe with the collection. Really. You have two thumbsticks now. Use them. Yeah, exactly. Like it wouldn't have. I mean, even if it's still like a little more rigid than you would get in like Odyssey, like just do a little bit better. Um, don't have like up be like the weird zoom in and you can only go the one spot. But it is what it is. Yeah, and that was the, one of the things that was similar with my opinion on Mario Sunshine is that on the GameCube version of Mario Sunshine, uh, the controls are. Uh, airplane controls yeah where it's the the reverse the yep. like you press up to look down and down to look up and you can't change it in the gamecube version and i just i i mean i've been playing i, I turn that thing off in every single game when you get that option it's the very first thing that you change yeah and I, my brain just can't like handle trying to do airplane controls anymore at this point 
so when I tried to play it on the GameCube, I was just like, I can't, I can't fucking play it this way. And mm-hmm. luckily, in the Switch version, it doesn't do that. It's nice. regular controls. So I was super happy to have that because now I'm like, okay, now I can play Mario Sunshine again without being like incredibly frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I played Mario uh, Galaxy. And Mario Galaxy is also a similar sense where I really wish that they just kind of put a little bit more effort into redoing the controls to some extent because when you played the original Mario Galaxy, there was, like, no camera control, really. Yeah. And there is none in this one either. Like, I'm just like, oh, you could have just made it so you could control the camera in this one. It's the exact same thing that you were saying about Nintendo 64. But I don't think they could because of the whole globe universe. Like, you can go underneath stuff, like... That was their reasoning for not making the camera controls was because that it's a perspective issue. Yeah, you for have the game. to. Yeah, you have to play it the way it was intended because you go upside down on things. Yeah, I, I, I understand that, but I was still very much like, oh yeah. Now, did you play it on your Switch Lite or your Switch Regular? Uh, I alternated. Okay. Uh, uh, reason asking is I wanted to know how it plays Galaxy specifically, how it plays handheld only. With like you, the star reticle is you have to point on the screen. Uh, versus... Touchpad. Say that again. It's touchpad. What do you mean touchpad? You have to touch. You, the screen. you can touch yeah, the screen to collect yeah. everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like um, on regular, like were you using motion at all? Wait, what do you mean when I was on the TV? Yeah. Uh, actually, I did not play that on the TV. Okay. I only played that one handheld. Yeah, that's what I, I was alternated to playing out. Mario 64 uh, on TV gotcha. and um, handheld mode. Yeah, same. Cool. Yeah, I just wasn't sure because, like, I know how they changed it and had it, you know, you touch the screen or whatever to use the star reticle to collect things. But I wasn't sure how well that played, if it was fun to do that or if it was just like, because, like, how often do you ever touch the Switch screen, if at all? I, I don't I think I've ever that it even, it. I forget that it even has that. Yeah, exactly. I wonder why they did it because, like, up until now, no games ever use it. Yeah. It was just so they could port Wii games <laughs> that, that need on only a controller that doesn't have any kind of waggle. Because the at least like the with keyboard. the Joy-Con, that's you have, just about it. Yeah, but even then, like I don't even think I really use it for the keyboard. Well, like when like shopping or whatever. Yeah, I, like I think I still password. I still just use the thumbstick. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, I just find it easier to put in my password using my fingers. Yeah, it probably is. I just for, again, I forget that it has that, yeah. and I'm just like, whatever. I'm, my hands are already on the controller. Might as well use them. Right. I get super anal about just fingerprints on the screen mm-hmm. and stuff, so I try and avoid like touching the screen as much as humanly possible. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. But yeah, so I mean, overall, good, good collection, bad collection. I mean, it's Mario. There's yeah. there's a, a shit ton of complaints that you can have about the game, but still, in the end, I we, we how many times over the last couple of years did we just say, just give me a collection of Mario games? Yeah, we've said it all the time, and I got it. I've been saying it every week while you've been gone. <laughs> but the second those rumors popped up, I was like, okay, are we announcing it yet? Are we announcing it yet? Every like weird mini. Like direct and, yeah. every partner showcase. Is I'm this like the one. I didn't even watch it because I knew it wasn't the one that was going to give me Mario. So like, screw you, Nintendo. I'm not paying attention. Like we'll talk about it because I looked it up after, but I didn't watch it because fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's you know what you're getting going in, and like I said, you're either okay with Nintendo just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and you buying it, or you're not, and you wish they did better and put in effort. But both both opinions are right and valid and. I'm super happy to have them, and I can't wait to play those other games that I never got to play because I skipped those like consoles. Did you play anything else? Uh, well, I mean, we kind of all played the same thing, so I don't know if you want to take the lead on the next game. Well, John could take the lead on the next game. Or John, you and I'll take, take the lead, the lead on, on the other game that I do know that you played because I also played it as well. Yeah. 
Uh, they put out a beta or alpha, not even a beta for um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Yeah, so this was announced during the PS5 showcase, which again, we're going to get to all of that in the lightning round, not lightning round. That's our big story for the week. Um, but in doing that, they announced that all PS4 players were going to get an alpha for this weekend specifically. Right. So I, I've been playing a lot of um, Modern Warfare lately because I'm like in the process of unpacking stuff. So I bought Tony Hawk on disc and I was like, I don't want to go through boxes to put the disc in. So wow. Mr. I love putting discs in, doesn't want to put the disc in. Well, it's it's different when you have to <laughs> go through boxes of stuff of as opposed to reaching <laughs> in front of the, uh, the system. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've been playing uh, uh, Ground War a lot in, in Modern Warfare, actually, because uh-huh. um, I still am shit at like normal stuff, because I, I don't know, the weird break that I took ended up killing all momentum I had in the game, but Ground War at least lets me um, be on a like, mildly similar playing field as everyone else. Yeah, because it's, it's more expansive, and you, you don't feel like it's turn left and get shot in the back. Right, I'm not constantly getting mowed down. Yeah. Um, but also, I was like going through and trying to clear out some of the sniper challenges, because like those are perfect for it, because like, they're a big enough map that yeah. you can go through and get a bunch of sniper challenges. And I'm assuming there's a lot of places to hide and stuff like that. Oh yeah, there's yeah. tons. Um, but like one of, the, one of the matches I was in... Me and this other dude was having like this like intense sniper battle where like we'd pop out, I'd see him Clint, I'd shoot in his direction, he'd do the same thing to me, we'd move to a little different area and like I'd search the, the you know, where he was before. And then finally I killed him and on like the death com he was like, Damn, good snipe and I was like, Yeah <laughs> Like usually the death comms are like, Oh, pussy or like, yeah. you know You got fucking camping Fucking camper. You're hacking. Yeah. But he was like, Oh, I'm good snipe and I was like, Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah. And then afterwards he was like, Yo, who was I having the snipe battle with me? I was like and I was like, Oh, that was me. He was like, Good game. I was like, Oh thanks, man. Yeah, real recognizes real, man. <laughs> um but when I logged into Modern Warfare one day I had the thing that said that the alpha was coming on um Friday. Friday. Yeah. And you could, luckily, it said you could pre-install it. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that yeah, right I did now that. before I go to bed. I did that Thursday to make sure that I had space. And yeah. uh, granted, it's not Warzone big. No, I think it was 18 gigs. Yeah, but you need 35 to be able to install Right, it's that. not 120 Correct. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then Friday, came around and loaded that up. And uh, the first round I got absolutely destroyed. Um, I think I got three kills in like 21 deaths or something. Because I was like trying to figure out the differences between this and modern warfare and also like the maps are obviously new to everyone yeah. but some people have been playing it for longer given they probably started the second it was open um but as a whole like i, I kind of like it but i'm not gonna spend the money on it um there are some things that i don't like versus modern warfare granted they're two different dev teams it's two different like themes and everything like that yeah, but two like, different times in history yeah obviously this is the the rip roar in 80s but, like, there's no um, mounting on the sides of anything, so you can't, like, mount your gun on anything, which I think is stupid. Cause, yeah, like, no, like, corner lean. Right, yeah. like, that's a common mechanic in life. Like, just put your elbows down. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you couldn't program that into the game? Well, and that was something that was that took a second to get used to because, you know, I don't, obviously, I haven't been playing, like, traditional Modern Warfare multiplayer, but, like, I play a lot of Warzone, and that's constantly a thing that you're doing is, like, peeking around a corner using the cover mechanic to yeah. be able to see like okay do i have the space or the freedom to like run to that next building yeah and so not being able to do that was like oh yeah shoot that would be really helpful here and i went to do that and i got shot in the face instead yeah, yeah i think i remember like me and you adam playing the modern warfare beta um when it, that first came out mm-hmm. realizing that that was a mechanic in the game and we were, we were just kind of like whoa this is 
when the fuck do you start putting this in a, a yeah. Call of Duty game kind of thing? And now we're like, Since why would you Rainbow take it Six out? Yeah. Came yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's not it, which is disappointing. There are some positive stuff, like um, you can infinite sprint, which is nice. There's no... Um, yeah, you don't get tired. There's stamina. no stamina mechanic. Yeah. Uh, you also slide ridiculously far for some reason, um, and you can vault walls that are like definitely unvaultable. Oh um, yeah, like you where you'd have to like climb and push and like do real work. And right. It's just like nope, hop, parkour. Yeah, <laughs> um, but also like the the bullet impact doesn't feel as intense as it does in Modern Warfare, but it sounds a lot better. So like it has more of an arcadey like thunk when you. It have impact bullets. Yeah, first thing I noticed when I was playing, I was like, I really like the sound design in this game. Yeah, same. When uh, when I was playing before you got here and John was over, I was like, I feel like this is the first time in a Call of Duty game where I can actually really tell where they're coming from without having like a surround sound headset on. Oh yeah, I always like, wear headphones, so like it's I could no really. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily do it unless it's like late night or if I'm playing with other people, and even sometimes like I'm just using like regular like plug in headphones that have a mic because my you know, PlayStation headphones are dead because they're 10 years old now and they have the battery life of, you know, a double of one AAA battery. Right. So I was, but I was like, I could hear them coming up the steps like behind me and I could tell that it was behind me. They were doing a really good job of like putting that in the regular game as opposed to needing to have like the, the best or like mid to best headset to be able to tell what direction people were coming from. Yeah. Um, but there's only two, there's, Three maps in the 6v6 that they showed off. One was like sand dunes and relatively open and not great. Yeah, Angola, it looks like, Africa. Looks like Tatooine. Um, it, yeah, it does. Uh, we talked about this when we were playing on Friday that like it felt like a battle battlefront level. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've definitely I've definitely played this level. It's Jakku or it's, you know, Tatooine or it's some, one of the desert planets yeah. that they have. I've definitely played this level before. And then there's Miami, which is like obviously at the like near the beaches and stuff. Um, yeah. And it's got, you know, Ferraris and it's got neon lights and it has like a, you know, the yeah, Vice Miami City Vice. look to yeah, it. Yeah, it's 80s Miami. Yeah, it's 80s Miami, which is so a cool. very garish. Yeah, it's a cool aesthetic. I like that. And then there was Moscow, which is uh, probably the most generic looking map. It's just like a one big lobby and then a couple tiny rooms. Yeah, it's, it's a cluster buildings there's the escalator and different things but... yeah um and then there's a 12 on 12 mode which is like their ground war version but much smaller and uh much more condensed which i i quite like that mode because it's all um domination based or at least it wasn't this so yeah. it was only um which is exactly what ground war is ground war is just domination just on a larger scale yeah um then there was two maps for that there's one that's like two battleships that are kind of next to each other um, and then there's zip lines that you can go in between them, or you can take these little uh, dinghy boats, or there's also like uh, gunner yeah, those inflatable boats, right? Yeah. And there's also gunner boats that have like a giant chain gun on the top. Um, and then there's like a submarine in one of the in the middle of one of the the battleships. Um, but I played that mode uh, probably the most. Mm -hmm. um, for some reason, I was just better at that because I think most people are just doing the like. Well, we don't have progression, so I don't really care about winning. I just want to kill people. And yeah. I'm like, no, I need to win. Like, I yeah, want, I want to win. I want the, I want all of the experience, even though I'm not getting it. Like, I, I want to be at the top of the leaderboard, even though it says I have like six kills and twelve deaths. I doesn't, doesn't matter. I have thirty captures. Like, yeah. fuck you. Um, but yeah, I like, ended up going forty and nine last night, which nice. was probably one of the better games in anything that I've ever played. Um, but it's it's good. I don't think it's enough for me to want to buy it. Given this is an alpha, which is an odd thing to say for a game that's coming out in two months. It, yeah. Well, the also... beta comes out October 8th, as we saw in the message that we got. When right. We thought that 
we had the rest of the day to play it today, and really, we just had to one o'clock. <laughs> but given that it's an alpha, it doesn't look very great. Like some of the lighting looks nice, but like the uh, textures on stuff are, aren't all that fantastic. The sand dune level is probably the most generic looking thing ever. Um, and like the character models kind of look like butt. Um, but if this is truly an alpha, it's just going to get better in the beta and then it's just going to get better in the original. Mm-hmm. Race, so, yeah, I feel like this is just what the game looks like. Granted, it could be running at, you know, half capacity or whatever. Right. And they'll, they'll up it and I'm hoping the beta will look better. I didn't really have a problem with the look of it. It, you know, in the end of the, at the end of the day, it's, it's Call of Duty. Well, and, and you so, both have much nicer TVs than I do as well. So that's true. My it looked like butt on my TV. It did look like minorly better when I was playing it on Joe's TV and, and on your TV. Yeah, because um, that's the I mean that's the difference too probably between the regular PS4 and a PS4 Pro, four, four, yeah. a regular HD TV and a 4K TV. Yeah. So I mean that does make sense a little bit, but yeah, I didn't think it was overly bad looking. Uh, I, I didn't think it, it was bad looking. It didn't. It doesn't. It doesn't look, look as good as Modern Warfare. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the my general feeling about the game was everything that I played when I played. And it, it is the alpha, but I don't think it's going to change significantly much yeah. more in it's the next fake alpha uh, eight weeks. Yeah. Um. But everything felt good. Like it is in itself. It is a good game. But it does everything felt just a little bit not as good as Modern Warfare. Uh, right down to like even like navigating the menus, I just kind of felt like eh, this feels more like a PS3 menu than a PS, you know. Although we hated the Modern Warfare menus when we first started playing the game. True. Uh, But, like, everything, I was like, visually, it just looks a little bit not as good as Modern Warfare. Uh, Gameplay-wise, there's enough things missing from it that I was like, eh, still missing, like, stuff that should be in there, just taken from Modern Warfare. Uh, Yeah, I missed Stimpaks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, you kept you kept trying kept, to press the button. I kept for fucking it. throwing smokes because I kept trying to use a stim pack, and I was like, "Oh yeah, th- those don't exist in history." <laughs> like, so whoops. Yeah. Uh, so everything just felt like just a tad bit worse, yeah. and it's going to be hard to convince people to move on to something. Like to move. Uh, that's what I'm wondering. Is like how many people are going to be willing to move from Modern Warfare to this game? Ninety-eight percent of the player base. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I See, I feel like Call of Duty is one of those things where it's just, you get it every year and you play. Like, even, I think, the very first game of this that I jumped into, it was like, you know, I heard somebody mentioning like, oh, we're going to get the game this year? And it's like, yeah, dude, we always get the game. <laughs> like, I, that was a conversation that I heard. And granted, I'm sure I'm probably being hyperbolic by saying 98%, but I feel like a good majority of the people are going to jump, make the jump into the game and I think the reason for that over every other Call of Duty year, which, again, has a big turnover year to year of people who just get the newest Call of Duty so they can be up on the newest Call of Duty. But now you've also got the Warzone connection. And I feel like even just the people who play Warzone and maybe fell off the regular Call of Duty multiplayer might pick up Cold War because they want to have like the season progression and everything like that. Because there's that through line of... Well, that's what I was wondering, is I'm not sure exactly how much that is going to change from that one. Yeah, are, I don't... are the seasons going to stop for Modern Warfare and only pick up in Cold War? Or are they still going to keep doing Modern Warfare seasons? I know, we've talked if about this do... every week, and we like there's, they haven't said. We yeah. just don't know. Well, there if is a do... launcher in the, the Alpha, and the launcher just takes you to Warzone for, yeah. for Modern Warfare. Yeah. So... My guess is that Modern Warfare Warzone, uh, Warzone is just going to be its own standalone thing, and then Infinity War will continue doing that. And yeah. I don't think Treyarch is going to have anything to do with it. They're just saying 
it's in it's a launcher in here because it's the free to play thing. So you can go and play Warzone through here if you want, but it has nothing to do with the Cold War stuff. Yeah, I, I still think it's going to. I still think it, they're like building to blowing up the the map, and and I think the new map will be something akin to. Cold well, that's War. the thing that's going to confuse me and because like Cold War takes place forty in, years. Yeah, Cold yeah, War takes no. place. In, is they going to travel through time? Or are they going to just reset everything as? Uh, 83-ish stuff? Are they going to completely take all the guns out and say, well, it's 1983, so you don't have all these fancy modern guns? I don't know. I mean, the thing that I think we've kind of landed on is that if there is an integration and it is, you know, a Cold War version of uh, Warzone... Or are there just going to be Cold War maps? There's going to... Well, that there's probably just going to be a you select. Do you want to play modern stuff with modern guns and everything you've unlocked and used thus far? Or do you want to play the map that is... Because, like, other Battle Royales have multiple maps, like, you know, PUBG and things like that. So Warzone could have separate maps with separate guns and separate progressions for those guns if you wanted to go that route. Um, but they haven't really said. We know Warzone's still going to continue. We know that Warzone is linked in the menu for Cold War, but we don't know how it's going to work. So I would like to know more about that, but I feel like if Warzone doesn't connect to Cold War at all then I will reduce my number from 98% down to much lower because I think people will still continue playing Warzone and that might hurt the Cold yeah, War because, I mean, everything adoption. is completely tied between Warzone and Modern Warfare's multiplayer. Yeah, but if they're connected and the season passes that you get are connected and how they do, the progressions are connected, I feel like a lot of people will just pick that game up because they'll be able to, you know, launch Warzone right from the game or what have you and, and do all those different things. So I, it remains to be seen what, the connection will be and i'm surprised they haven't outlined that in greater detail well maybe in, during the betas when that will carry over maybe so you have to wait until october 8th yeah but yeah if you want to check out any of the gameplay john and i we were streaming on friday the very first day of it uh, john's voice can't be heard at the very beginning but then we figured that out and played for like an hour hour and a half yeah. give or take didn't do terribly uh, but again it was the first day and after we told people we were going to do awful yeah, John did pretty well. I set the bar real low, and that's I feel like you rose to the occasion. And yeah, said that all the three rounds after that, it was number one. <laughs> that's right. So good job. But yeah, you can uh, check that out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Broken Clock Podcasts, uh, where we're doing more streaming as you know, we get more used to it and adjusted to it. But I've been playing Fall Guys on there a bunch. I think I played more Fall Guys this week. Did you play anything else this week before I move on? I did not. Okay. Just Modern Warfare and uh, Cold War. Nice. Um, so yeah, I've been playing Fall Guys still. You're still playing, you know, Tony Hawk level here and there, Avengers thing here and there. Um, but the other game that I got in addition to Mario, which I also picked up on the Switch this week, was WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Which Same, Joey, but I got it on the PS4. Yeah, so you picked that up as well. We had had a back and forth conversation of. Like, I kind of wanted to get it on the same platform as like you, so we could do online and things like that. And you got it mostly for the trophies and the achievements. Uh, but then we found out that those are garbage. Yeah, originally I had it pre-ordered on the Switch uh, just because I was like, oh, it's coming out for the Switch. I'd rather have this like as a handheld thing. Um, and then I thought to myself, well, I really like WWE All-Stars. Uh, me and John played like a shit ton of WWE All-Stars because we were trying to get all of the achievements out of the all game. All the achievements in a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we played like a lot of that. Uh, and I did really enjoy that game. So I was like, oh, you know what? Like, fuck it. I'll get it on the PlayStation because I want to try and get the trophies and stuff. Um, and so I just pre-ordered it on, like, digitally on PlayStation. Yeah. And then you texted me a couple days before it came out saying, did you see the trophies list? Yeah. There's 13 trophies in the game and no, and platinum. no platinum. And all the trophies are, like, 
play a regular match, play a fatal four way match, play, play a cage it. match, yeah. have the character throw a character into the alligator, make a character. And one of them was get a the, successful pin. So he, just win your first match. Yeah, hit someone with a motorcycle five times or whatever. Like it would, it's the most generic. Like you're gonna get it the very first day type achievements. And I was just like, man, what a bummer. Because yeah, like I would just like beat the story mode. Yeah, because I I, I would have liked it for the achievements and this th- and you know trophies and things like that because that would have given you a reason to grind other than unlocking characters, which is a grind uh, in the game. But ultimately, I did go with the switch because the trophies were so unimpressive, and it's the thing where it's like, well, when I'm watching Raw, I'm going to be want to be playing this and watching Raw if I watch it live, which I almost never do. I usually watch it during work, so I'm still not going to be playing it while watching it. But like when we go to watch the pay per views, like I'm right. going to want to have this and play it. Um, but what did you think of the game overall? Uh, ultimately, I don't think the game is that bad. Uh, it, it It is really just simplified wrestling game. Yeah. That's what it is. It's just there's a punch button, there's a kick button, there's a grab button, there's a pin button. Uh, and then you can just do all the standard things that you could pretty much do in any kind of wrestling game. But it's all kind of cartoony. It's, it's not overly complicated. And that's no. what I like about it. Like when I play a wrestling game, I get the the newer modern or wrestling games i get super frustrated with just the amount of weird shit that you have to do sometimes uh and i'm just kind of like yeah just give me like an ability to just run around and like punch people and throw them around and do kind of ridiculous moves yeah and that's what the game gives me and i i do like it for for that i don't know if i'm just like because i haven't i didn't play it a ton like i think i played it for like an hour hour and a half or something like that and i don't know if i just haven't figured it all out yet but I feel like each character has one or two moves, and they're all the same moves across characters. Yeah, that's the thing. Same thing. I was just doing the same thing over and over again. I was like, how do I have any sort of variation on like what grab I'm doing? Yeah, it seems like every time I did a grapple, it was either a suplex or throw the guy up really high and do like a cutter, like an RKO diamond cutter type move. And I feel like that's I played as the you know the guy that you can pick. In the campaign or whatever. Bolo Reynolds. Yeah, so that guy does that move Bolo the whole time. Bolo Reynolds. And then I think I played as like Ricochet or somebody like that. And he did all those same moves too. And I was just like, I I liked the, you know, the, I guess, No Mercy style of it. Or even, you know, the modern Sims where it's, you know, press for a light grapple. And then whichever direction you're holding is your four moves that your character can do. Right. And then you hold for strong grapple and there's additional four moves. Like... I want to be able to mix up the moves. I don't like... It seems too simplified in that nature. Uh, and maybe it's just I got to unlock variations and different characters and things like that to really, like, find more moves. But it kind of it's kind of a bummer at the outset to be like, oh, I'm I'm in this match and I'm playing through the campaign and it's really just suplex and an RKO and then punch and kick. Which, like, okay. I mean... Only, yeah. I've only really been playing the single-player, like, mode. So I've just been playing the one guy yeah so i didn't really notice if it was the same for like between everybody yeah i think it, I, you can go in and i think there's different styles of fighters so maybe i just got to pick someone who's not like a an brawler. all-around or brawler and yeah. i need to pick like a high flyer or a technician or whatever the other uh categories are but yeah i mean it's fun it's gonna service the purpose that i want it for which is just you know playing random thing while watching wrestling just to have my you know have my cake and eat it too kind of scenario and that's why i regret not getting the switch version at this point yeah because uh, yeah because you the get the sweet and... uh you get the sweet screaming controller the whole time <laughs> that's true yeah, oh, you wait. don't know about that no uh all the, like the announcing comes through the microphone on the no controller don't like that 
Like, so like just their names, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's just it's like when they come out and uh, Jerry Lawler like says their name, it plays it through the microphone, mm. uh, incredibly loud. Yeah, I don't and, like that. And at like ridiculous, like he's like Bray Wyatt. Ooh. Yeah, he yeah. has he has multiple different ways that he can say yeah. it though. <laughs> we were, we were testing that because every time you like <laughs> click on it, the the character he says it a different with a slightly different inflection. Yeah, no, don't like that. Really glad I got it Whoa, on the switch. Whoa, Tom Ziggler. <laughs> Now, did you guys play against each other? Did you guys play multiplayer? No. Just, I haven't tried... Have you tried any of the online stuff? I heard the King of the Battleground is fun. No. Yeah, I haven't Like either. I said, I pretty much only really played the, the single-player campaign. What do you think about the campaign so far? I was a little I, a little weirded out by the like comic uh, like visual novel aspect of it, where it's just like you're reading the comic panels and you're just kind of going through, because like, I want to read them, but I also don't like the... You don't care. Mechan- well, I, it's not that I don't care. I don't like the mechanic of like either reading it all at once in very tiny writing because I've been playing it. I think only handheld thus far. Oh yeah. Or doing the like pan and scan like comic reader style where it goes to the individual panels. Yeah. And both seem like a chore. So I, I mean, it works fine when you're on a on a big TV. Yeah, I just haven't played it in TV mode and uh, probably like- won't. Very Honestly, much. I'm surprised that they even put that in there. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow!" Like this, when I see the comic panel like cutscene thing, I think like, "Well, this is just the laziest way to do it." And I'm surprised they even took the effort to add that into it. Yeah, because so, you could just have the tree that's just go fight the next person. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they took the laziest route in the comic panel thing because like sometimes it will move for you, and like that's it's almost like it's a video of them moving panel to panel, and it tells you the story. This is like, no, no, no. You have to manually move it from panel to panel. You have to hit right trigger if yeah. you want to make sure you're you going to have to one. be the one to do this. We're not going to do it. It's for not you. a motion comic. Yeah, which I would have thought would be the way to go for a budget game like this. I have seen the complaints that it's basically it's a mobile game disguised as a regular game. It is because the fact that like I mean, in terms of like earning yeah coins, coins to unlock yeah. the new characters. Yeah. But I feel like you do get a fair amount of coins per victory although at one point i lost internet connection and it didn't earn any coins which is a bummer Uh, i think it was because like i went to the home menu to do something and then when i came back it was like internet connection lost and so like it didn't tell me that until after i had like played the match or whatever and i was like oh so it's a waste of time i guess it's rough yeah it seems like you just had to play like two or three matches to to earn enough money to unlock another character yeah well and granted there are some that are like aj styles is a lot of coins um and so like i'm uh, gonna grind bucks. what they're bucks oh they're bucks wait was that yeah 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 they're, they're, they're straight up called bucks but they're coins like they're yeah. clearly coins and they're, called, they're called bucks, bucks. yeah yeah so yeah I, it's fine for what it is it doesn't it doesn't wow me it's not i'm not like oh my god i'm so pleasantly surprised by how much better this game is than i was anticipating it's exactly what i thought yeah it was i going mean to i be didn't middle of the high, road yeah. i didn't have high hopes no no I, I feel like it at least achieved the low standard I was already setting for it. The one thing... And, <laughs> That's not saying much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, I got what I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's like the Mario collection. Like, I knew what I was going to get, and I got it. And it's exactly the level of thing I was expecting to get. Um, I didn't... Again, I didn't do too much digging around for it. Have you been able to find out a way to download other people's create anything? Because supposedly you're supposed try. to be I able to do that. I didn't go to the character menu yet. Yeah, I didn't do that either. But apparently that's also a thing that's locked is you only get so many download slots or creative slots and you have to unlock more of them either with bucks or mm. real real money. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun. It is what it is. If I would recommend it on Switch, mostly because I hate screaming microphone or screaming speaker on controller. Well, I'm controller. sure you can turn it off, but yeah. Um, 
But also just because like it, the portability of it is just yeah. the way I'm, I'm only probably ever going to play this game handheld unless I'm playing with other people and I have more controllers on the Switch. That was also why I went with it there. Um, but we will move on from what we've been playing to something that I think at least some of us are anticipating playing. And we'll jump into the lightning round, not lightning round, uh, with the PlayStation 5 showcase event, uh, as I mentioned previously, uh, which we knew was coming. We knew this last week. We, we had this circled on the calendar, 4 o'clock Eastern time, Wednesday. We got a whole host of games, and we got some big, important details about the PS5 price and release date. Um, so do you guys want to give overall thoughts on the show up top at the end, or do you just want to go through the, uh, the announcements first and foremost? We just go through it. Okay. Um, so I don't have this in the order, but I feel like we're going to start with the most important thing, which was how they pretty much ended the show, which was the price and release date for the PlayStation 5. Uh, and it's, I think, pretty much right where we were expecting it to be. Yeah. I don't know what your thoughts were on price going in, Joe, um, but at least the standard one was where I thought it was going to be. I was a little surprised by the digital edition. It was a little bit cheaper than I thought. But the systems will come out on November the 12th in America, Japan, and a couple of other places. Uh, And then November the 19th in the rest of the world. The standard PlayStation 5 will cost you $499.99. Uh, and then like 449 uh, pounds and five 499 euros and whatever the yen equivalent of $500 is. Uh, and then the all digital edition will cost 399, uh, 349, 399, you know, depending on your location. What did you guys think ultimately of the uh, price and release date? I mean, there's no way in hell that they were going to go more expensive than the Xbox. No, and this is the game of chicken that we've been playing all year. If who's going to go first and set the precedent that the other one is absolutely going to follow, or undercut by even like this, you know, tiniest little smidgen? But we all figured this is what the price was going to be before, even before the Xbox said that that yeah. was the price. So like, it's not a surprise. I mean, I, I still regardless. thought they were going to be six hundred. Oh really? Honestly, I I was like I was 500 convinced is that they were going to be six hundred bucks. Five hundred and five fifty is what I thought. So five hundred and then four hundred is fine. Yeah, four hundred was the one that surprised me because I thought, you know, you think of a standard disc drive, it's like fifty bucks or whatever. Like I thought it was going to be like four fifty and five hundred. But I think it has a smaller hard drive, doesn't it? No, it's the same. Everything everything is the same. It just doesn't have the disc drive. Oh, all right. You see, I'm not surprised system. by that. I was actually surprised, uh, uh, just generally because I think that if they had made it just fifty bucks cheaper, they would have like sold none of them. Yeah, you because you'd spend the extra fifty bucks. Yeah, it, yeah. No matter what, like if you're sitting there going, drive. yeah, if you're just sitting there going, like, oh well, fuck it, like that's less than the price of a game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I might as well spend the extra fifty bucks to get the disc drive one. Yeah. So making it fifty bucks cheaper, I think would have just, I mean, they would have sold because. People are buying them just to get them at this point. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, feasibly, if you had even given me the option of saying, like, okay, we know that all of the, the regular PlayStation 5s are sold out, but we still have these ones with the hard drives at 450 I would have been like, nah, I'll wait. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's me, but, I, it, but it, making it only price, 50 bucks cheaper would have just been pointless to me. Now, given that it's $100 cheaper, though, if that was the same instance, would you be like, all right, I'll get that? I mean, I would still never buy the digital only one anyways, I mean, yeah, neither but would it would have made it more tempting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it would it's have been it's that, that thing. difference between 599 
and six dollars. You know how you you make it that five ninety nine, and your brain kind of tricks yourself into thinking like, oh, oh it's yeah. still cheaper than that. You know, it's like what gas stations do, where it's like, oh, it's five, like it's a dollar ninety nine and, and nine, nine tenths, tenths of a penny. Yeah, and it's like okay, it's just can we call it two dollars? Like, yeah, stop. Stop Stop with this bullshit. Like, yeah. I know what it really is, guys. I see it on the sign. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty much exactly where everybody thought it was going to be. And then once the Xbox came out and said what they were going to be, that, I mean, that cemented it as uh, I thought there was no way that the PlayStation was going to be anything other than $500. Uh, and 400 is nice. It's $100 more than the Series S. Um, so, it gives you. But it's you... the same innards. Uh, what? It's the same innards as the PS5, though. Yeah, so Whereas it's one the of those... Series S is a... Yeah, S- but what I'm saying is... more of a souped-up Xbox, Xbox One, one yeah. than it is a dumbed-down yeah. Xbox Series X. But my point being is that there is now, like, a $300, $400, and $500 option for getting next getting in on next-gen gaming, which I think is good for all consumers, PlayStation or Xbox, whichever way you want to go. Like, you can get your next-gen Assassin's Creed's and all these different games that will eventually be next gen with various levels of price depending on where like where you fall and what you're able to spend and i think that's i think that's good i think that's cool for the next generation um whichever side that you fall on um any other thoughts on price and release date i was hoping that they would do the um pay by month thing that xbox was doing just to be like well xbox was doing it we'll do it too yeah i have seen some retailers say they're going to do it um, but I think that's a separate issue and we'll talk all about getting these and retailer issues at the end once we you know go through everything. Um, but we'll go next on the list that I have here, which is actually the first thing uh, that they talked about during this showcase, which um, surprised me and was a little disturbing at the very beginning because the very first thing that they showed after like a sizzle reel of games that we had seen previously, like introducing you to the showcase was the following was captured on a PC emulating the PlayStation 5. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, not... <laughs> Do not start your PlayStation 5 suitcase Ooh. by saying this is on a, ec- or a fucking PC. Yeah. Like, this is the kind of shit that, like, we'd rake Xbox over the coals over. And, like, I was just not. I was like, okay. Um, not a good start, guys. What are you doing? Like, you're two months away and you can't show me everything captured. And uh, I think my fears were put to rest immediately because I don't care about this game. Uh, number one uh and number two i think it's something that's several years out so it makes a bit more sense um but we got our first look ever uh an unveiling of final fantasy 16 with a more uh fantasy you know elements yeah, it to it to go more back to its back roots. to its roots um obviously the last you know mainline final fantasy was 15 which came out in 2016 give or take i think, I think it was 2015 somewhere in that range um but what did you guys think of Final Fantasy 16? Um, it feels weird to me as a person who has played so many Final Fantasy games, and my life and like love of video games was really formed around the love of Final Fantasy games. Uh, it feels weird to see a new Final Fantasy game getting announced and not give a single fuck. <laughs> Now, is that just because you're slowly getting back into video games after your lull, or just because nothing in this was exciting or thrilling? I, I mean, nothing. I mean, I really didn't even care about Final Fantasy 15. Also, I think it's just I have a the, copy of it that's still unopened. I've, I think I bought it <laughs> twice already at this point, and yeah. like never even actually really played it at all. Uh, I, I just think that like Final Fantasy has just drifted so far away from what a Final Fantasy game is. Yeah, it's kind of that. I just its don't welcome. care anymore. 
Uh, and I was happy to see that this one is like going back more towards the fantasy elements, like mm-hmm. you said in the beginning. Uh, it is more of a like sword medieval and sword and yeah. sorcery type thing, as opposed to like driving around in a souped up convertible, convertible with yeah. your friends and stuff. Well, with the boys, crowding a corner with the boys. Fourteen is that uh, aesthetic too. Yeah, that's yeah, but that, but that's an MMO and yeah. What I was trying to get to is that it's incredibly popular globally so like they were like oh, all right well 15 was a diversion from 14 so now we're going back to 14 because that's what's well 14 was more a diversion of like all of the other more recent ones though also yeah yeah no but again it's it's done so well online and is still like an active yeah. like i've i talked to somebody who i haven't talked to in a very long time and she's not a big video gamer but she's like i play oh yeah 14 is to 16 hours of like final fantasy 14 yeah 14 is still huge every day like and and she doesn't play video games in general so but for as big as that game is i think it's good that there are people that don't want to play it because of the type of game that it is yeah and felt burned by 15 being a departure from 14 right correctively you know and now it's getting changed because of 16 and it's not a set an aesthetic that i like which is I, i didn't play 14 either because of that but now that they're saying like all of these millions of people that are playing 14, now you have a single player experience as well in 16. And you, you may not have liked 15 where you're rolling down the street with your bros, but now it's fantasy stuff again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's cool. I'm excited for the Final Fantasy people. The combat looks like it's more uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake in 15 than it is the turn-based of old. How does that impact your opinion of the game? One way? Like, Are you happy that they're sticking with that? I guess newer Final Fantasy combat system, or do you wish it was more just turn based like it like it used to be? I mean, I I understand why like you just can't go back to turn based at this point. Like it is, does feel like an archaic thing, but it just seems like an action game now. Like I I looked at that and I just went like, oh, so now like Final I mean it was with the Final Fantasy VII remake. Like Final Fantasy games are just action games now, and I think that's part of the reason why I just don't care anymore. I, I do kind of miss the old school RPG like game, and, and you get them on Switch. Like they're they're putting out tons of like old school RPG games on Switch, mm-hmm. and they're really good. Uh, and I'd rather play those than this. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts on Final Fantasy sixteen? I want to see more, but like it's not an aesthetic I really care for. But I mean, it's Square Enix, and they make good stuff, so I don't doubt it's going to be good. It's just not the theme i like or would care for right now gotcha uh so next up i believe so this actually is a little bit in order the one thing that was next on the list i'll save to the end because that was the one more thing that they had at the show so a little bit of tease for 10 20 minutes from now (laughs) um but we got more of a gameplay look at spider-man miles morales uh which looks just fucking amazing that game looks so cool Um, There's a little bit of controversy regarding that because they did say after the show that it is coming to PS4 as well, which is not entirely surprising, but that was one of their big launch games for the PS5 that is now coming to older systems as well. So Yeah, um, you don't have to buy a PS5. Yeah, so I mean, great for someone like you, John, who wasn't going to get that right off the bat anyway, um, but wanted to play that game. Um, It's going to help a lot of people not make the jump which is the same problem we've been saying that Xbox is having of like, there's no compelling reason for me to buy your upgraded box because everything else is coming to everything I already own. This is the same kind of issue. 
which I don't understand why this next generation seems to be all about not, not upgrading. <laughs> being the next generation. I mean, that was a thing that happened with a lot of the older gens also. There, there were a ton of games where like you still got a 360 version of a game that came out on the Xbox One. I feel but, like that was for But at least there were system stuff. sellers. That's true. Yeah, that's it. Your Assassin's Creed, you got both. Yeah, it Your was, NBA, it was Ubisoft games. Yeah. And in like NBA games and yeah. Yeah, sports games. And stuff. Yeah. It's not first party Correct. system games. And I feel like we've, we've gotten away from that. Um, but I will say, uh, and we'll talk about that more and kind of the overall thoughts on the show and everything, but um, I think this game looks fantastic. I thought the like Venom Strike ability looked amazing. I have is a problem it, with it. What is it? Just that, the Venom Strike ability. Oh, okay. Watching that trailer, I was like, this looks like like it's Electro, the video game. Mm. Every fucking attack is him like swirling with electricity and stuff. And I was, I was oh, when did, when did they give... Miles electro powers. It seems like it was way. No, I mean I know he's not to that extent. I know he's had like a shock ability where he could like grab someone, shock him. This game, it just looks like he's an electric superhero. Uh, I thought it was way overused. Like he was doing ground pounds that was shooting electricity all over and like launching the enemies in the the air. Every punch was like electric punches and stuff. I was like. little too over reliance on that i know peter had like electric webbing yeah but this just he looked like an electric superhero well that's the thing like i think the effect looks cool i do wonder if that is a power up like how in you know the suit powers and things like the different uh abilities that you had in marvel spider-man where it was you can't use it every time you can use it in short bursts for like a you know a little period of time or you can use it one off and then it's got to recharge so i i don't know how that'll work I would assume if you do that all the time, it would deplete. That seems like a thing that would drain him and be like, oh my God, I'm so tired from all the electrocuting that I was just doing. I need some Gatorade. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the invisibility uh, you know, move that he did, which I think will be cool. And there'll, there'll probably be some cool gameplay elements, I would hope, of like, you got to sneak past a person. You got to use your invisibility. That'll help you get to certain areas or do certain things. Although the stealth missions from the first game were like the worst missions in the whole game. Well, yeah, because that now was you just. Turn invisible. That was just walking, and that was characters without superpowers. So I think it'll be different if you use something like that with someone who does have superpowers. Because you might be able to use that in combination with being able to be super strong and have webbing and spider sense and stuff like that. So I feel like it'll be different. It'll be a little more like the Batman stealth missions. Yeah, Yeah. as opposed to like, hey, you're Mary Jane. You just got to walk real quiet-like while crouching. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I I think it looks fantastic. I think Miles looks different enough from peter where it doesn't seem like it's the same but not overly different where you won't be able to just like jump in and play and have it be you know the familiar game that you're used to uh i don't really know it seems like the tinkerer is the main bad person in this and i it seems kind of lame a weird pull yeah i also didn't like the design of the like tinkerer villains just everyone was covered in neon like tubing well they kind of look too much like the um like the silver sable bad guys from the the other one where they've all got like little neon things and armor and their faces are covered and things like that. So it's not, if you're going to make your, like if you're going to lead a villain group, why would you make yourselves look the as, least as inconspicuous yeah. as possible? Yeah. So that was kind of a, uh, kind of a look to it but I mean, but everything else in the game i thought looked fantastic yeah i'm like super jazzed for this game um, i love the first one so the first one's amazing uh, i'm going to play the first one again because they they did announce that the ultimate edition of this game on ps5 uh, will come with a remastered version of marvel spider-man the ps4 game which they did say isn't just like a port it is 
it's up res that takes advantage of some of the like solid state stuff on the ps5 um, and so it, it will be a better version of that game and i don't own the game digitally i just have the physical version so it'd be nice to then have it digitally as well so i don't have to get up and put my disc in from my ps4 game um, so it'll be good to have both but i would have figured you would want like you have a lot of spider-man stuff i would have figured you want a game case to put on the shelf Oh, I'm get, no, the Ultimate Edition is physical. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you said you are getting it digitally. No, no, no. The Spider-Man code in the box for the remastered first oh. game is digital. So the game is physical and the remastered first okay, game is so digital. Okay, so Miles is, is yeah. physical. Okay. So I will have Spider-Man PS4 digitally now on okay. the PlayStation 5, the remastered version. But, I, I mean, that's going to be the first thing I play is Miles when I, you know, I bust the box open. So that's exciting stuff. Uh, next up was something that we've known is coming for... I think two plus years now um, and finally got revealed. And it was surprised, honestly, that it got revealed here and not at a more generic, you know, video game event. And that was Harry Potter Hogwarts legacy. Uh, the new game from avalanche studios, which is the, not the avalanche that makes the avalanche games. Just yeah. cause. Yeah. Not just cause avalanche, but the avalanche that made Disney infinity uh, that has now been working for WB interactive for the last few years, working on I this game. Yeah. It's like avalanche games and avalanche studios. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. They're two. Di- and they're two complete. Like one was making just cause games and one was making Disney infinity. Yeah. So like and not Mad even Max. Yeah. They I think made Mad Max also. I think so. Um, so what did you guys think of Hogwarts legacy? I mean, none of you are big. I mean, I'm not either, but like huge Harry Potter fans, right? I, I was at one point. I don't care. I don't give a shit about Harry Potter. Have you seen all the movies? I've seen the movies. I read the first book. Okay. I've seen and all the like, movies. The movies were like, oh, those are fun. Yeah, exactly. I didn't watch the new ones and watch the Fantastic Beasts. Oh, I've seen all of those. Oh, I didn't like those at all. I. Uh, but what did you guys think of this game? Uh, it looks cool. I wanted to see more of it. Yeah. It's kind of like as a game, it looks neat. It does kind of look like but though like it looks i mean they're trying to do the cartoony thing which is mm-hmm. fine because they're trying to do an audience has thing. an aesthetic to it right um but yeah. i just i was like hoping more it would be like a gta-esque like a little bit more realistic than what it is um but like i want to know more about it if yeah, it is like what, a, i don't know what it, kind of game it is if it is like bully it's, it's an rpg Hog- hogwarts it's like, bully it's like an open it seems somewhat open world like you've got all of hogwarts to explore you've got you know, Diagon Alley, Hogsmeade, all of those places. Uh, it's set in the 1800s, so it's not even... Oh, it's not even modern? No, it's not even remotely near anything Harry Potter related, per se. Like, you might see some... I mean, except for when they, like, take the flying car out, you really don't see modern world stuff anyways. Well, in the in the beginning of every, like, book, yeah. book yeah. slash it doesn't, movie. It doesn't affect the, like, the plot. No, more. but I mean, like, you're not going to see, like familiar characters I don't right think. and that's one thing like that it's I, far I was, enough removed where yeah you might see some of the like you know the ghosts or paintings on the wall as people as opposed to like people who have died headed nick yeah exactly <laughs> yeah not nearly headless nick he's yeah. got a head it's just nick yeah. <laughs> hey what's up nick <laughs> or not moaning myrtle right myrtle yeah right that's her name yeah moaning, yeah. Moaning myrtle. Myrtle. yeah um so like you might see some of those people but like Dumbledore won't be alive at this point, I don't think. Yeah, and that's good because I don't want any of that stuff. Like, if yeah. I'm going to play this as a, like, if this is an open world RPG and I am myself, like, I don't want Harry Potter shit integrated into it. Like, I just want Hogwarts. Yeah, you don't want to be like, hey, you've got detention with Harry, Ron, and Hermione. What? Hey, guys. Or even yeah. like, just oh, you're going like, to go help uh, Hagrid clean up outside. Yeah. Or even just like, teachers being like students at that point and be like i don't care about snape like this is my story this is not like 
You don't want your roommate to be young uh, Albus Dumbledore? No, I don't. <laughs> Stop hitting on me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but it, it is open world RPG. You're going to have all kinds of spells and stuff. I'm assuming you're going to. I don't know if you'll pick your house at the beginning or if you'll just get randomly sorted or it'll be determined by your stats or something like that. Yeah. My guess is it'll be like a um, Animal Crossing thing where they give you like a Oh, like a personality quiz at the beginning? Yeah, it'll be like, Oh, what's your favorite color? Like, uh red. Uh, okay, so you're in Gryffindor. Ten points for Gryffindor. Or I mean not not yeah. that specific, but like um, something. Like Animal Crossing is says like Well Animal Crossing you literally start off on the train, so you could be on the train to Hogwarts. Right. Well, yeah. and like, like talking to And the then kid Animal Crossing it. gives you like it's not very clearly answered stuff. It's like, would you rather go outside or or stay inside or you know, like that kind of thing. And then it'll sort you based on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be okay with that. Granted, and any time I've done those like sorting surveys online where they do the same thing like i'm always in hufflepuff so i was gonna say he's definitely a hufflepuff i'm a ravenclaw i was definitely a hufflepuff um yeah i mean i i'm not the biggest harry potter person i probably like objectively won't pick this up right off like i don't think i mean if it turns out to be a really good game in its own right yeah but i'm i don't care enough about harry potter to want to play it yeah, exactly. Like I'm not like I'm not lining up right now to go play this, but it's one of those things where if the reviews are good and like it seems like a deep enough cool RPG, the fact that it's removed from Harry Potter enough where like okay, I know the locations, but I none of these people are familiar. Right. I don't have to worry about being hammered over the head necessarily with movie references or book references that I won't get and it's not for me. It, that'll be more make me more inclined to pick it up mm-hmm. um so we'll see but it, i think it looks cool i think be, it looks fun i'd be interested in if it um had like a lot of like bioware elements to it if it was the the like depending on the uh house that you get assigned to it, it like affects how the gameplay goes kind of thing like obviously everything if, you do has an impact yeah like yeah so like obviously if you're in gryffindor it'll change the way that the storyline goes out whereas versus if you're in um slytherin, slytherin yeah. kind of thing and i feel like that would help with replayability too so that might be something that we've learned more about as we learn more about the mechanics and like the nitty-gritty of how the rpg elements work and the world works um, that'll be interesting to see because that would be cool especially from a re- replayability standpoint mm. Uh, we talked about, uh, they showed a little video of Black Ops Cold War. Uh, I saw a lot of references to the ending scene from Toy Story, where it's basically just the RC car trying to fight, <laughs> trying to get that truck, but like really nitty gritty, uh, you know, different kind of vibe to it. What did you guys think of the first, I guess, real look at Cold War beyond the, like the trailers that we'd seen before, like the, the first like, gameplay campaign mode look? It's not a thing I care about. Like, I i i like the modern call of duties mm-hmm. so like seeing it like it looks nice and it looks like it'll be intense but uh i feel like the cold uh, the the black ops games in general are kind of try hard like they're like everything is going to be gory everything's going to be a torture scene everything is going to be like you know like confirm your age before you watch this whereas yeah. modern warfare is just like yeah we want to make a cool action game whereas and it like it's that's not my aesthetic like i don't want to watch a five hour torture not five hour but like i think what the first black ops game opens up with like you getting openly tortured i think you're getting waterboarded yeah no i think it's worse like i think you're getting like your fingernails ripped off and electrocuted yeah world World at war like they cut like your eye out and stuff you're like tied to a chair and they're torturing you and he comes in with a knife and like cut your eye out yeah and i'm just like i don't i don't need this like that's okay there was a torture scene in modern warfare but like you're getting waterboarded and like it 
didn't take that long and it served a purpose whereas this is just like we're gritty and evil and dark i'm like that's cool don't need that well i like gritty and evil and dark Mm -hmm. uh the uh, the the black ops the old black ops games were some of my favorite call of duties I, i would say after modern warfare now my favorite call of duty was black ops 2 um so I'm far more interested in playing the campaign for this one than I am for the multiplayer after mm-hmm. giving it a try. Um, I'm still not not necessarily convinced I want to drop 60 bucks on it right away. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, I feel like this is one that I can kind of hold off for a little while until it goes on sale. Like yeah. most Call of Duty games are... I mean, it'll be like 40 bucks. For Christmas, yeah, you know, kind of thing, or just after. Yeah, yeah. if I'm gonna get it, I'll do the same thing that I did with Modern Warfare, where I got it for 35. Yeah, like yeah. four months after it was out. Or yeah, whatever. and you can and you can catch up and yeah, you know, and then get six months in the new year. Yeah, I think I missed it. what the first two seasons in Modern Warfare. I don't even think it was that. I feel like you jumped in on, in the middle of the second season. Yeah, I think it was season two because it starts off with season zero. It's season zero, yeah. So I missed the season zero and zero one, the oh, season okay. one. So I missed the first two seasons. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, okay, so after this on the list here, I've got Resident Evil Village. We got another look at this. Now, Joe, you're obviously the big Resident Evil fan. What are you thinking of Village, i.e. Resident Evil 8? I'm absolutely going to buy it right away. Uh, just because I buy like every Resident Evil thing, I'm going to play it. I liked Final, or Final Fantasy. I liked Resident Evil 7 mm-hmm. more than enough. Uh, a lot. I couldn't uh, get through it. it like, 7? Yeah, it scared me. Like... <laughs> I like I'm like you. Like I don't necessarily like I love horror movies. I, yeah, love, I, was say. I love horror novels, but like if I'm in that situation, fuck no, I'm not opening that door. Yeah. So like the fact that I was playing the game and like the minute you pulled up to like the creepy house, you just sort of got in the car and drove away. Yeah, like if it was a real life, of course. But like yeah. the Bye. the very first like well, we're making you play it in VR. I, well, I played <laughs> the 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 first boss because you like try and find your girlfriend or whatever, and then she like turns. Where the guy's me. chasing you through the house with the it, axe. Yeah, and then like you like pin him with the car, but he's still not dead. And at that point, I was just like, now nah, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> stop playing it. I'm out. I was like, I'll, I'll save and I'll come back and I'll finish it later. And I was borrowing your copy. And then like two months went by and I was like, I'm never going to play this again. <laughs> so it's it's a bit too scary for me um, to be in first person. So like, I don't know if I'll play this one. Yeah. How do you feel? I mean, obviously we knew this from the previous trailer, but there's like mm-hmm. werewolves in this one. It looks to have a real connection to Resident Evil 4. Like obviously you see Chris right there at the start. Well, Leon you... was in 4. Um, okay. Chris, Chris is in 5. Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But, like, it, this no, feels yeah, very it, Resident it, Evil yeah. 4. It's, it's got werewolves. How are you feeling about the direction that the series is taking for this next game? Uh, I mean, Resident Evil has always been all over the place, yeah. all the time. Uh, one can be vastly different from the next yeah. kind of thing. Um, I, I I will admit, like like I said, I was saying, I'm going to buy it, I'm going to play it. Yeah. Uh, like, I enjoyed the, the last one. Uh, I'm oddly like not super excited. Like I'm not anticipating it. Hmm. When You're I watched that trailer, much, though. Hmm? You're not anticipating much, though. True, it might just be like my mindset that I'm currently in. I watched that trailer and like I just went like, "All right, that looks like it's gonna be great." Like I didn't go like, "Oh boy, I can't wait to play that right. kind of thing." Not jumping on the hype train. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it is just my current like mindset or not um but i was like all right like i'm i'm going to enjoy this game i know it uh i do like how it has the final or i keep wanting to say resident final evil. fantasy 7 <laughs> uh resident evil 4 aesthetic uh yeah. i'm just kind of like i, I want to know what the correlation is between that it's in a village yeah 
Yeah, but like it does look like it's bar like even at the, the end the color palette and the things that we've seen with like the weapon systems that were rumored and things like that. Yeah, it's still going to it's going to have like the briefcase mechanic. And yeah. and even at the end of it, um it's it's different, but it's a clearly reference to it cuz the trailer ends with the, the, merchant the merchant character guy. saying like what are you buying? Well, he doesn't say what are you buying. It's a different merchant character, but the trailer ends with him saying like, "Oh, if you're just going to window shop, like take your time looking around." Yeah. Or just let um, me know or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he says something. It's a completely different character. He's got like a, a he sounds like a posh British like guy, not yeah. like the gruff voice dude. Uh, it looks like, like a big fat guy. Yeah. So nobody's going to yell Koharo over and over again? Probably. Uh, but like them just putting that in there is clearly to some extent a reference to that guy from Resident Evil yeah. 4. It's yeah, like the fact that they would just end it with the merchant guy like saying like, oh, take a look around. Yeah. Um, so there is definitely a lot of connection between those and i want to know what that connection is that's what i'm most interested in right now like not the game in itself i just like i want to know what this has the to lore. do with yeah, yeah lore wise because you're still playing the guy from resident Evil 7 um so like what is his connection to that what does yeah. it all have to do with things what do you think about that segment that they showed that was like Coraline or like the weird that that was weird yeah i was very much like what is with this Tim Burton like cutscene thing going on right now. Well, I looked it's just down. like a hallucination, I'm sure. Yeah. No, well, it's like somebody just telling a story, and they're just it's you playing through. through it's you playing through what looks to be the the like the local legend, the local myth uh, about the girl who lost her way or whatever who disappeared in the woods. Yeah. So that like that's you playing through these villagers folklore stories well do you play that or is it just a cutscene? i feel like you might be playing it it almost looked like that was like a game that you would be playing of like you're walking through as like a better way to exposition dump than just here sit down i'm going to tell you this tale and you're going to watch this five minute cutscene. it's you're going to play this eight to ten minute segment that has you jumping through the woods and stuff, kind of like like the walking simulators, you know, what remains of Edith Finch and stuff like that, where yeah. you're walking through these stories of the past that, as opposed to just watching someone tell you or watching a cutscene of it, it seemed like a, a certainly a different way. I feel like it's gonna be very polarizing if it, you know if it is playable and when that game comes out. I mean, I'm sure it will be interesting. You can do something like that and make it interesting. It just feels completely out of place in a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Well, like I was, I was live tweeting it at, at Broken Clock Pods, and I like looked down to like type something, and then looked up, and I was like, "Oh shit, we're onto a different game already." I thought we were still talking about Resident Evil. It's that it seemed weird. There was no transition. I how did I miss this? And then it cut back, and I'm like, "Oh wait, that was Resident Evil." I'm so confused. This is not like anything in a Resident Evil game before. But I guess that's a good thing because it shows that they're willing to you know, kind of mess I mean, with the formula a little bit. Uh, that's all that Resident Evil always is, is mess. I mean, these games being first person is messing with the formula. Yeah. So I, I think it's good that they're willing to like try new things. And I think that'll be interesting, but I think it'll be very polarizing amongst the, the fan base once it comes out, depending yeah. on how it's implemented. Yeah. there will definitely probably be the like least liked segments of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Something I think you are hyped for Joe uh, is the next thing that they showed, which was uh, gameplay of Demon Souls. Uh, what did you think of the new look Demon Souls? Which is just being called Demon Souls, by the way. I don't see a remake or remaster or any kind of like indication yeah. that this is no the same as... edition. Yeah, uh, it's just Demon Souls. Well, because yeah. it's two generations old by now, Demon's so they don't need Souls. to like. Yeah, but that's never stopped anybody. Differentiate it from its old version. Well, like now that it's two separations away, like you'd just be like, "Oh yeah, it's Demon Souls on PS5 instead of like Demon Souls on PS3." 
Yeah, but like the um, whatchamacallit just came out on PS4 versus PS2. Like Shadow of Colossus. Did that have like a definitive or no, remake? No, I think it was or... just called Shadow of Colossus okay. as well. Yeah. So, I don't yeah, remember I... if it was Shadow of Colossus remastered or not. Yeah, uh, either way, uh, that's the that was the thing that made me realize I'm not completely dead inside. Because <laughs> when I watched the demon that... soul is what made you remember that you're not dead oh, inside. Yeah, okay. I have a demon soul. <laughs> uh, I when I watched that trailer, I my hype levels went. I mean, Whoop. yeah, you broke the thermometer. Uh, I, I, before this coming out, I was still completely on the fence of even whether I wanted to get a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X. Yeah. Um, I was just kind of like, I, in the mindset of like, I could pick those up a year down the road. There's nothing I really super duper want in any way, shape, And they've or done form. a great job of telling you that that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and then I watched that trailer and I went, fuck, I might have to buy a PlayStation 5 at launch day. Uh, because that looked fucking phenomenal. It's just straight up, just gameplay footage. They're not like, you know, tossing cutscenes or stuff. It's just a guy running through the dungeon, fucking hacking shit, and it looked phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it does. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Like, the aesthetic of it hasn't really changed that much, but it just looks so much more, like, crisper, yeah. cleaner. And real. Like, mm-hmm. it... You know, the textures and things were good in the last one. Like, there, you could tell that the walls were, like, three-dimensional, like, the bricks and stuff like that. But in this, they, like... It really looks like they stood out. Like I was noticing them a lot more. Uh, the ray tracing and shadows on the walls and stuff like that was just over the top fantastic. Um, I'm probably going to pick this game up as someone who tried to play Demon Souls, put it down pretty quickly because the patience wore off and I messed up and didn't feel like starting over because uh, I needed to start over and I didn't want to. Uh, but I'm I think I'm more inclined to play this, and it just looks uh, it just looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, Souls games are, like, patience incarnate. Like, yeah. you have to just be able to, like, sit down and accept, like, uh, for one thing, that you're just going to be grinding a lot, and also that, like, you're going to fuck up and you're going to lose, like... Yeah, you have to know that you're going <laughs> to die constantly. Yeah, yeah. you're going to lose, like, hours of fucking um, uh, progression and stuff like that, and yeah. you just kind of have to, like, get in that mindset and realize that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I've talked more than enough about how much I fucking love souls and like souls like games and yeah stuff. 2017 was joe's summer of souls mm-hmm. and i never played demon souls i think i played it like very briefly when it originally came out uh i think i like rented it from game gamestop rented it as we yeah. like to call it uh and i've always wanted like it was one of those things where like then after i got into souls games i was like oh i really want to go back and like play that but i don't want to like have to hook up a ps3 mm-hmm. in order to do it kind of thing yeah um and now seeing it and seeing how amazing it looks on the PlayStation 5, it was one of those things where I was like, there's nothing coming out for the PlayStation 5 that would make me want to spend... Because, I mean, at this point, like, with what's coming out, you have to think to yourself, which of these games are is worth spending equivalent to $600 to play? Yeah. yeah. That's what you have to, like, think to yourself. Yeah. There only might be something that I'm willing to spend $600 to play. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, you're, st- you're going to obviously be playing more things with yeah. the PlayStation as time goes on. But it's a like, full in terms investment. of what the launch investment is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it might be, it might be enough. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that nothing but great things to say about it. And it looks to be the exact same game that got highly rated, but nobody played. So this will be a really good thing for a lot of people who just missed the boat on that 
because it wasn't a genre yet. And now that it is, and now that everything, like, cause that was the first souls like game. It's where it gets the name as far as I know, unless there's some other random souls. Game, I mean, which... people more, when people talk about a souls game, they're thinking of dark souls. See, I always think of it as demon souls because I know that one came out first and then, but, but like the nobody dark played souls it. was the one that people remember yeah, playing. Exactly. So a lot of people get a chance to play this. And I think it's a, it's a pretty strong even though it's a remake of a two-generation old game, I think it's a really strong uh, part of the launch lineup because so many people didn't play it. So um, when you when you mention Mario, you don't think of the Mario game. Oh, like Mario Brothers, the one where it's like you hit just, the pow block and flip the... Yeah, you yeah, think you of th- Mario. Yeah, you think of Mario. Super one. Mario World. Yeah. Um, or Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so next up, we'll talk about uh, Deathloop, which kind of got an extended trailer, which gave a little bit more insight into what it is. Uh, it does feel kind of hitman like, so to speak, where you're just trying to you're trying to kill a bunch of people and you're trying to get them all in the same room to make it as easy as possible so no one escapes. But also, there's someone hunting you. Uh, what did you guys think of Death Loop? I mean, I wasn't very interested in Death Loop originally when it first came out, and I'm still not very interested in it. I'm more interested now, but I still don't understand how it works. Like that, I there hasn't been gameplay yet, so I don't I don't get it. I have a better idea, but I still don't get it. And I think that's what's holding me back from playing this is like the the trailer also made it seem super episodic because it had like an episode title. It was like cards and guns or something like that. And it's because you're trying was, to get the guy to go down. It was like uh, two birds, one stone. Two birds, one stone. That's what it was. I knew it was something you know, cliche-ish or whatever. Um, but John, what do you think of Deathloop? Again, I don't, I'm, a, I'm with you. I need to see more or any gameplay of it for me to care. And it also just keeps getting delayed and delayed. So like maybe when I see gameplay, I'll get interested, but we also don't know whenever this is going to come out. So Uh, late next spring. So a while. Yeah. Yeah. So plenty of time to give us more of an insight into what the game is or how it plays. I want to see gameplay and I, I get that it's first person. It does feel very much like arcane's other game and dishonored, but I don't, know necessarily how it's going to work i assume that every time you die or you fail you just start back at the beginning and you have to kind of piece it together and like do different things but i feel like that could get really bogged down and complicated really quickly if you like forget the thing that you have to do and like i wonder how many different variations there are going to be to complete an objective versus like having to find the one thing that works and completes the loop or whatever or how long it is i mean super hot's that way like you have to you can't get hit once you know so like you have to do the thing to get to the end of the level yeah and every time you die you just restart at the beginning yeah that was the thing that i was thinking about when i was watching the trailer is that they keep talking about like um that he has was it six targets or eight targets eight it was eight targets yeah it made it seem like killing a target was super you like you know, it, the, the whole point was like he's saying i can just run in there and kill the guy or i can do all this stuff to get the guy to go to this party so that i can kill him yeah. with this other target and kill the two birds with one stone kill both targets at one time instead yeah. it made it seem like killing the targets was something that you can either do super quick and easy or you can like finagle your way around that's i don't know how hey, you man. can make that game like well the problem is if you kill it, you if you know? kill the one guy when he's not at the party the other guy is alerted to your presence in the vicinity and leaves and right. you fail that's like hitman i mean you could just run in and hitman and shoot the dude in the face if you want but you're gonna have a harder time doing it rather than like spiking his drink so he goes back to the bathroom and then killing him in the bathroom and hiding him in the closet or whatever yeah. 
Like that's true. I guess yeah. I guess Hitman has that formula down. Because also I was thinking was like it doesn't seem like it could be necessarily a very long game. Is what I was thinking. Yeah. Seems like you could just run in and kill all eight bosses and be done with it. Like, yeah. Right away. Again, we don't we don't know, and that's why I think needing more information is going to be super beneficial. Yeah. Um. So after that, we got a couple of things which I don't feel like we're going to have a ton of stuff to say. Anybody care about Oddworld nope. Soulstorm? No. Nope. Yeah. I mean it. Never looks played an Oddworld game. Same. It looks like it's. It looks wet, great. Like graphically, it looks cool. I'm also not a big fan of those like two and a half D like platformers where everything is 3D. It just seems so busy. The world and like not in a good way. Well, it just looks very antiquated at this yeah. point. Um, so if that's your favorite game series, I'm sorry. We just don't. don't really I mean, I played Munches obviously, and I liked it back on the original Xbox, but that was. 20 years 20 ago. Years yeah, ago. 15, 15, 20 years ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, we got to look at Fortnite, which we knew was coming to everything. Ooh. Looks like Fortnite. Nothing really new there. Yeah, Fortnite. I'm sure there's ray tracing and it might look a little crisper or whatever. I don't but know like, they're going to do that because it's still got to be compatible with all the other systems. Yeah, but you can, I mean, the, it can look nicer on your machine. Compared yeah, the to PS4 else's. version looks different than the mobile version versus the Switch version. Like, they all kind of look a little different in terms of the polish, but ultimately the game is the same. Um, so that was there. Uh, this one was surprising cause I thought we were done with this series entirely like three entries ago. Um, but we got five nights at Freddy's security breach. So new five nights at Freddy's something. Mm. Um, I guess it's a expansion or a new game. I don't really know. I don't care about five nights at Freddy's. It didn't and they always do like weird little spinoffy things. Like they did like the sister, sister location and the like uh, five night at Freddy's like bit RPG game that they did. They're always kind of like cranking out other little Five Nights at Freddy things because it really is. It's just a franchise now, as opposed to a game series. Like yep. it's just a a marketing tool to sell Five Nights at Freddy's merch. Blind at box this point. things. That yeah, you yeah. At GameStop. Yeah, exactly. And bears that have their faces ripped off or whatever. That's so scary. Kids love that stuff. Um, so yeah, that will be coming. That one's also coming to PS4 as well. It is a timed console exclusive, so it'll be available three months earlier on PlayStation platforms. Uh, if you're looking to play the new Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, we also got a look at Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, which, cool. Like, it looks, I like Devil May Cry 5 original. Yeah, it looks pretty insane. You know, it looks just like Devil May Cry. So, um, obviously, it's optimized a little bit for the it's PS5. Shinier. Yeah, it's shiny. There's well, Ray Tracing. You can play as Virgil in this one, which he wasn't a playable character in the original one. Yeah. So, so it's, it adds, like, a new character to the game. Yeah, enhanced visuals, ray tracing. Uh, it's going to do 4K, 120 frames per second. So, And there's a turbo mode that lets you play at 1.2 the usual speed. Oh, interesting. So some fun Make little... Make it even faster. Yeah, some fun wrinkles to that. Um, so that's cool if you are a Devil May Cry fan. Uh, but nothing really too big in terms of newsy stuff. Uh, this next item was actually quite surprising. It's not quite the equivalent of a Games Pass that I think a lot of people were hoping for, but it does kind of bridge that gap for some people who want to have games available at, at launch without having to buy all of the games. Uh, and that is the PlayStation Plus Collection, which is what Sony is dubbing it. This is a collection of games that will be uh, available they are all playstation 4 games um, that are th what they're calling the best of the generation these are things like uncharted 4 mortal kombat 10 um, days gone god of war fallout 4 um, i think final fantasy 15 i don't have the exact list in front of me here uh, but a ton of games that are all going to be coming and playable as part of your playstation plus 
subscription, so there's nothing extra to buy. Um, but this kind of feels like their version of the Switch Online or Games Pass. What do you guys think of the PlayStation Plus collection announcement? Uh, I mean, most of the games that are on it that I would want to play, I already own. Yes. Yeah. The downside is like they're the games that everybody already has played if you want to play them. Yeah. Um, but for the people that like maybe are picking up a PlayStation for the like they didn't buy a PlayStation for, like they were a, an Xbox One player and now they they're getting a PlayStation Five instead, they're gonna have instant access to like all the greats. Good for them. Yeah. It also gives you something to play <laughs> when the system comes out. <laughs> yes. All right. So I got the list here. It's God of War, Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, Battlefield 1, Monster Hunter World, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, Last Guardian, Ratchet and Clank, Infamous Second Son, Days Gone, Bloodborne, Detroit, Batman Arkham Knight, Mortal Kombat 10, Persona 5, Until Dawn, and Resident Evil Biohazard. So, I I mean, those are all top tier AAA, first and party, second party, third titles. party games. Um, it's not just like sports game or racing game yeah. or, you know, like Persona 5 is a hefty game. Yeah. I mean, Final it, Fantasy 15 is a hefty game. Yeah. I mean, looking at this list, like I own God of War. I own Last of Us. I own Uncharted. I own Battlefield. Uh, I own Ratchet, Infamous, Bloodborne, Detroit, Batman. You know, so I like I have a good chunk of these. I own Until Dawn. Uh, I don't own Resident Evil. This might be the thing that makes me try it. At least the VR portion. Like maybe uh, we'll do a Halloween something. Or Halloween won't have come. Will have already passed by the time this comes out. But spooky uh, Christmas, spooky Christmas. But like I, I've been putting off buying Days Gone because I'm like I don't know that I'm gonna love that game, even though it's been like twenty bucks or whatever. So I'm actually, that's the one game out of this. Where I'm like, oh sweet, oh I'll have that game. I'll yeah. take that game. That's exciting. Um, and it'll be good to just have digital versions of all of these, although most of them that I do own, I think I have digitally from other PlayStation Plus related things. But I think it's cool. But again, it is one of those where your excitement for something like this will depend on how diehard of a PlayStation 4 owner you were and how many of these you already have. I'm surprised the Horizon's not on it. Same. I'm wondering why that is. Because there, there are some notable omissions. That one, people were wondering why Spider-Man's not on there. I'm thinking because it was because they want you coming to with the remaster. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I think that's cool. I think this is a thing that will continue to have games added to it. I'm hoping this doesn't replace getting two free games a month from PlayStation Plus. I would want to continue getting two free games be it PlayStation 4 games or PlayStation, like one PlayStation 4, one PlayStation no 5. games for the next 10 months after it comes out. Yeah, I'm hoping that's not what this is, but I guess we'll see, you know, as the, you know, PlayStation Plus evolves and changes. Um, but yeah, I think this is more like the Switch Online than it is the, the Games Pass. And Sony even came out and said, like, we're not doing something similar to games. Like, you will not get new games day and date on the PlayStation Plus collection. Like, that's not what this is. They said it was unsustainable given what they spend on, you know, their AAA first-party titles. So, um, not exactly the same thing, but still cool enough uh, to to be included in something that I didn't hear any rumors or anything of. So that was a nice surprise, even if I only really get one game out of it. Yeah, but it's something that you've already paid for. Like, yeah, exactly. And it's you just, will continue paying for it. It's just free. Yeah, it's just a free thing that I wasn't expecting, and that's cool. 
Um, so then after that, in the conference, they gave us the price, release date, all these things. Uh, and then right before closing off, they gave us one last thing, uh, which was just a teaser trailer with just a voiceover and a symbol and some words. And what those words said was Ragnarok is coming. Uh, and that voiceover was by none other than Kratos. It says we're getting a, some new God of War something in 2021. What do you guys think of the God of, I guess, God of War 2 Ragnarok is what we're going to call it. Like, they didn't give a title. They just said Ragnarok is coming, which was set up at the end of the first God of War. So, I guess, spoilers from here on out if, you know, just as a well, If you haven't played you. it already. Yeah. And if you're waiting for the PlayStation Plus collection to play it, maybe just like la 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 for like a couple of minutes. Uh, I mean... Did, did we not think this was coming? I, I didn't think they were going to announce anything like this as part of this showcase, but I'm not surprised that they're working on God of War 2 yeah. or that it's Ragnarok based. Uh, the thing that I'm surprised about is that it was included in this showcase with nothing to show and that it's coming in 2021 and there was nothing to show. That's well, the more surprising thing to me. Please buy our system. Yeah. I mean, it's just a thing to get hyped for the system, but I feel like this is probably... This is probably the tail end of next year oh yeah this is holiday 2021 yeah if i had to guess the release windows i would say you know miles and demon souls is the fall games forbidden uh, horizon forbidden west is the spring game or the early summer game and then god of war is the big tentpole like september october november game of next year Uh, i mean i'm super hyped i love all the god of war games i've played every single one they're all fantastic except for ascension which is just fine that's the only one i didn't play Uh, i didn't beat it because this is it's the only just one I didn't play. The new fine, one. Um, but they're all they're all great. So yeah, I absolutely fucking loved the new God of War. It was fantastic in pretty much every like facet. Yep. You know, acting, combat, gameplay, visuals, everything was fantastic about it. I would probably say it's the pinnacle of PlayStation Four games. Uh, so that's why I just wasn't surprised that there was another one. Uh, I mean, obviously, we knew another one was going to be coming. It sold so well and was received so well that it had to be coming. Yeah. Um, so it was more of the kind of thing where, like, it popped up. And I didn't go, like, oh, boy, got a war. I went, like, yeah, got a war, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was it for the PlayStation 5 showcase. Um, so notable things they didn't include in there, which uh, was a big clusterfuck, was there was no information about when you could pre-order uh, where you could pre-order. All we had known leading up to this was that you could have signed up for the raffle to maybe get drawn to be picked to maybe purchase a PlayStation Five. Which I don't. Did, I never heard anything. So they about emails got they sent still out. They said that they're incrementally sending out emails. Yeah. Oh. Um, so people started getting emails as early as Friday. Uh, after the show, there was like news trickled out. They put stuff like in tweets, and Jack Keeley was on top of things, being like, "I'm hearing tomorrow. I'm hearing." Maybe some retailers later tonight, but mostly retailers tomorrow. Sony was like, yes, retailers pre-orders as early as tomorrow. And then within like an hour of the show ending, pre-order started. And it was a giant mess. Uh, GameStop's website was down. Best Buy's website was down or was up, but only let you put things into the cart, but not check out. Um, I was one of the lucky ones. I happened to be going to GameStop that afternoon to purchase a flight stick so I can get ready for Squadrons which is coming up in a couple weeks. And I was like, oh, uh, I think the GameStop down the street has a flight stick. I'm just going to go buy it now. Just get ready and be excited for it. And as I was in line, the guy not helping me was answering the phone every 30 seconds being like, yeah, we, yeah, we just started. Yeah, we just started. No, you got to come in tonight. No, I can't tell you how many we have. Yeah, no, we're not going to have any tomorrow. Like, you got to come in now. 
uh, and like lines started forming like as I was checking out and doing my thing. And I just looked at the guy helping me and I was like, hey, man, is he talking about the PlayStation 5 with all those phone calls? And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, put me down for one of those two. So like I just happened to be right place, right time while fully expecting it to like I didn't go with the anticipation of like, oh, maybe I'm going to ask about it. I just wanted to buy my flight stick and leave knowing that, oh, all the things I saw online said tomorrow. So I'll just wait for tomorrow or whatever. And I'll get the alert from Best Buy that'll tell me and then nothing. So a lot of people were rightfully pissed because Sony themselves said a week or it's two ago. It's not going to be a surprise. We'll not, give you ample time. We'll give you days notice. We'll give you ample time. Uh, but I think retailers jumped the gun to like get people excited and to kind of start the hype train a rolling. And that kind of fucked Sony. But also like Sony should have told them like, guys, Monday, let's do Monday. Like we're going to do this on Wednesday, Friday, you can do it or Monday or whatever. Like there should have been more time. Xbox, to their credit, was like, don't worry, guys. We already told you it's Tuesday the 22nd. We'll let you know the time later this week. And they did. I think it's like, you know, 11 a.m. or whatever on Tuesday. You can pre-order your Series X or Series S. So what did you guys think? Now, Joe, you were were you going to try and get one after being awoken by Demon Souls? Uh, I mean, my initial um, feeling was if I can just so happen to, like, come across one and get one, I'll get it. Like, I wasn't going to go out of my way to get a PlayStation 5 at launch. Um, so I said to myself, like, eh, you know what, I'll I'll go to the Best Buy website and just kind of keep checking it and see what happens. And if I, I luck out and I can get it, then I'll get it. Um, so I, I pulled up Best Buy. Well, I mean, I kind of pulled up all the websites and was just kind of, like, going through and checking and cycling through and refreshing the pages just to see what was going on, but I was mainly just trying to do it on the play or the, the Best Buy one. And I like I managed to get to the thing and I said like pre order now, click, click, add to cart, in the cart. And then every time I hit like check out, it just pulled me back in the cart. Back. And they're like right back to the cart. And I just kinda of did that. I was at work at the time. So I'm just like walking around with my phone, like just hitting refresh to see if it goes to the uh, like goes past the cart and it never did. So then I didn't end up getting it and I just kinda of went like, okay. That's, that's that, yeah. That's 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 the the sign that I needed that I don't need to get it right away, kind of thing. Obviously, you you weren't sure, and then when you were sure and wanted one, I mean, I wasn't even sure. I was just, but still, like you you were at least in the mindset of like I'm gonna try. Yeah, and I'm still, like, and that's what I'm gonna say. You might get that email still. Yeah, I can yeah. still get that email. I'm I'm still going to try and get one. Yeah. My goal originally, even with that, was like I'm not gonna go out of my way. When they originally said that it was supposed to come out the next day, yeah. Um, I was like, if I can wake up and like pre-order it online, I'll get it. I'm not gonna like go get up and at stand 6 in line. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna get up at six a.m. to go stand in line at uh, GameStop in yeah. order to pre-order it. No, and that's fair. I'm I probably gonna... wouldn't have done that either, even though I'm way more anticipating this and wanting to get it. Like that's why I'm lucky I was where I was when I was there, because like I wouldn't have wanted to like get up at six a.m. to try to pre-order one or go to the store the next day and like try to make it back home in time for work and like deal with all of that. So like. I'm, I've had such bad luck like with trying to order things online this year because like scalpers and bots have just like, you know, up there. Like I had the problem with the analog pocket we talked about on here where I was like, I'm just getting screwed, like trying to buy stuff online. Like I really hope that that doesn't happen to me with the PS5 because like I really want this thing 
And I'm glad that... And if you tried well, to get online, you would have been screwed. Yeah, it would have yeah, exactly. happened to you, but yeah. you just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Well, technically I did, because like, even though I got the one at GameStop, I kind of wanted to get it through Best Buy, just because like, they have more of a loyalty program and things, and I've got like a Best Buy credit card, so it would have it would have been advantageous for me to get it. $25 back. Yeah, like it would have been advantageous for me to buy it from Best Buy. So like, I even tried later that day, like I got the email at, I think like, 8:30. That was like you can you can do it now, and that's when I got the same thing that Joe got with the spinning checkout and everything like that. Um, but yeah, it was a giant mess, and like I feel kind of bad for Sony in that they clearly had a plan, and then everything just went tits up with their plan. But like their plan was too small of a window. Like they really needed to be like next week, and here's the day and the well, time. Like Microsoft, exactly. They, they, they say, n- like they announced it, and they said, and we're going to do pre-orders next time. month. Yeah. yeah. You know, to give you plenty of time to get ready. Yeah. So, like, they shot themselves in the foot, and then, like... Kept shooting? <laughs> well, well, no, like, they shot themselves in the foot, and then the ambulance people just amputated their foot on the way to the hospital. Like, they didn't even give them the chance to get it right. Right. Even though they fucked up in trying to get it right the first time. So, yeah, it was just a, a, a big mess that just obviously leaves gamers frustrated. Now, Sony, to their credit, has come out and said, we're sorry. We know we messed up. We're going to make more available. Retailers will be opening up pre-orders again. We're going to be allocating new... And when they know, do that, I'll still try and get yeah. it, like I said. But not if I had to, like, go out of my way. I'm not, And I'm not going to, like, drop, you know, twice as much on eBay or anything no. like that. Yeah, nobody and should do that. If I just luck out and I can get one, I'll, I'll get it. Otherwise, yeah. I'm more than patient enough to wait. Yeah, because again, you really only want it for the one game out of the gate, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean that was a a big giant mess. Um, they obviously didn't confirm any of that information during the stream. They technically didn't even uh, confirm the launch lineup or the pricing of any of the other things. So I've got that here. This was all in a PlayStation blog post that went up like a couple hours later. Um, if you want to get the wireless controller, it's seventy dollars, which that's fine. Yeah, I mean it's a little bit more expensive than the DualShock 4, but that's also what a pair of Joy-Con cost, I think, is 70 bucks and, and a Pro the, controller. Um, yeah, and the Pro controller 70 as well. So, I guess and you know, this has the adaptive triggers and all these other different features and stuff, so I kind of anticipated a hike in that as well. Um, and also like even DualShock 4s are always like on sale for 40 bucks. Yeah, when they're normally I mean, 60. Yeah, that'll right? be a little yeah, while at. Then it won't be at launch to be on sale, but you'll always be able to like grab it Chris- cheaper later on. After Christmas sale, you'll be able to get them for 50 or 60. I'm sure of it. Um they Pulse 3D wireless headset, which I also did pre-order just because the Pulse wireless headset I have is from the PS3 era that just so happened to keep working, and I think it's going to keep working with the PS5 too, but the, a new one. the foam stuff is coming off. Like, Those are really easy to replace, though. Yeah, but like every time I take the headphones off, like look, my girlfriend's just like, the "Look, there's black stuff yeah, all, over, all ear. over your ear." Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get those. The HD camera is going to be sixty dollars. I did pre-order one of those as well. All right, so that was the one that I was actually kind of surprised to see, um, just because what really uses the cameras anymore besides the PlayStation VR. Oh, just if you want to do like streaming or game capturing or anything like that. That's even what it says in here with dual 1080p lenses for gamers to broadcast themselves along with their epic gameplay moments, $60. Oh, okay. I, mean, I just kind of assumed that most like serious streamers probably had their own already like, oh, set yeah. up kind of thing. Yeah. With, like a, you know, a much better camera. Yeah. The serious ones do, but the ones who are just starting out and trying things at twitch.tv slash broken clock podcast are using the PlayStation camera job. Okay. <laughs> and not even proper lighting. Yeah. Although we've got our fans in the uh, in the Rumble sphere. Yeah, whatever. our cardboard cube. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so yeah, so I picked one up for that. I assume it'll probably. <laughs> it took you a second. I I remembered what you were talking about. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if like I don't know if I'm gonna have to then go plug in the PS4 camera to use the VR if I'm playing a VR thing on PlayStation Five. I don't know how that'll work, but I'll have it regardless. So. It'll be fine. So I, I pre I mean, if it turns out that it's not any better or the PlayStation 4 one works just fine, I may cancel that. But I figured might as well get the pre-order in just in case It'll now. match the aesthetic. Yeah, and it'll match the aesthetic too, which is nice. And it looked like the clips and things are a little bit better where you can do like top TV mounts as opposed to underneath. So there's a little bit more um, of like a variance there yeah. too. So, But what I was thinking is like, do do you think that that's a, an indication of a PSVR 2? Yeah, oh, I mean, I think the PSVR 2 is inevitable. They, they Is VR have, still strong enough? I mean, they just came out with an Oculus... Quest 2. Quest 2. And I think that Sony has been indicative of not giving up on VR. Like, they just put out... Like, they just hyped up Iron Man VR just a couple of months ago as, like, a big VR release. I think that they are continuing to push that. And I, the fact that they haven't given up yet on it means that they're kind of in it for the long haul, so to speak. Um, or at least so, for this next generation. Yeah. And so I think I think that we're either going to get a wireless version of the one we currently have with maybe a little bit better or just like a complete overhaul, like way better specs, way better, you know, field of view and all these different things and also be wireless. Like we're either going to get an incremental upgrade that makes it wireless or we're going to get a whole PSVR 2 that is, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of where we are. And that one will probably use in some capacity the playstation camera i would think i don't know though so um it's a little bit of future proofing and a little bit of like i want it for like uh, you know gaming or whatever and broadcasting and microphones and stuff like that so um that is going to be 60 dollars. they also have a media remote uh that is going to be 40 dollars uh, and the dual sense charging station which will charge two wireless controllers is 30 dollars as well uh the launch lineup has been confirmed to be astro's playroom which is pre-installed on all ps5s That'll just give you a sense of the, like, right. you know, how the dual sense. Uh, they had that um, on the PS4 as well. Oh, they did. Yeah, it's just to give you, like, a rundown and get it's a, you. It's a tutorial, essentially. Kind of, where it shows you what the adaptive triggers are like and the, you know, haptic feedback and all that stuff. So it's just like a little mini game thing. Um, Demon Souls, uh, Destruction All Stars, which I did pre order because that game looks interesting and fun, but I need to know more about it before committing to it 100%. Uh, Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales. The ultimate edition of that game, as well as Sackboy's A Big Adventure, which is the 3D platforming Sackboy game that we saw at the last PlayStation Showcase. Uh, The one big item to take away from all of these launch games is that the first-party Sony games that aren't Astro's Playroom um, and aren't half-step sequels are going to be $70. So Demon's Souls is $70, Destruction All-Stars is $70, the ultimate edition of of Miles Morales is $70, so the standard one is $50. Uh, and Sackboy, a big adventure is only 60, but that's also like a more of a family game. So it seems that Sony is taking that step that NBA said of we're, we're going to $70. I don't think Microsoft has confirmed game prices, but I also don't think that they have anything that is specifically put, uh, Series X right now. Like Demon's Souls is at least specifically Series X and yeah, nothing that, PlayStation 5. So Nothing that Microsoft has said is going to be only on the X right now. Everything that's coming out is going to be on the one and then upgradable or whatever smart delivery yeah smart deliveried so what do you guys think about 70 dollars games are you ready to to make that jump in in ten dollars given the you know graphical enhancements and all these other things that we 
are expecting to get with next-gen gaming. It does make sense. I don't want to spend more money, but I, I'm not really going to like hem and haw about the fact that it's now $70, given that there's a lot more that goes into video games than they did 15 years ago. When yeah, when $60 became the standard. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it sucks. Games are 70 bucks now. But, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, when I started calculating in my head, like, okay, the system and the headset and the camera and the games that I want, like, nearing $1,000. And that's going to be a hefty investment. But I'm, like, excited for the next generation of games. And $70 being the standard bear going forward is, yeah, it sucks to pay 70 bucks, But it'll probably mean I'm just going to have to be a little bit more, you know, like... I can't think of the word I want to use, but just like, I'm gonna th- yeah, I mean, well, I'm just gonna have to think about it a, li- a bit more of like right. two games are coming out the same day. Am I going to buy both and spend 140 bucks or am I just going to get one? And Well, and really $10 is what a meal, like that's a meal. Like it's yeah. not a ton extra given no. to us. Yeah. There's other people that that extra 10 bucks adds up a lot. Yeah. yeah but at that because point, why are you spending $70? Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't be buying a $500 video game system at that right. point. Yeah. If, if $10 is a lot of money, then this is not something that you should be considering spending your money on. Exactly. Um, we had a, a conversation on this podcast years ago, um, talking about like video game prices and how like video games probably should be more expensive at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, and it is the kind of thing where like, if you look at a game like Red Dead Redemption, and then like look at another millions game. of dollars went into making. Yeah, and then you look at Madden Twenty One, which uses uh, a studio of like a hundred and... people, like doing all of this time. And then you look at like another game that is clearly not the equivalent. Um, the kind of thing where like if uh, WWE Battlegrounds was a sixty dollars game, yeah. And even though it's not, it's a forty dollars game. Yeah. But like if WWE Battlegrounds is a sixty dollars game, and then Red Dead Redemption was also a sixty dollars game, there's significant more time, effort, everything went into that one. I would be fine paying seventy dollars, eighty dollars yeah. for a game like Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I feel like it, and we have gotten to the point where like we are getting much more budget games, like high quality budget games. You know, a thing like Tony Hawk Pro yeah. Skater One and Two Remastered, whatever, was a forty dollars game, but it, it still had like a lot of effort put into it. They but could have sold that for sixty, and I think people still would have bought. I would have bought it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I um, would have too. When it comes to that, like there are certain games that I. I'm perfectly fine paying more money if I can clearly tell the effort was put into yeah. them. If it's it's seventy dollars for that, and then also seventy dollars for like some shitty like shovelware type game, yeah. then I have a problem. If that's just how the pricing goes, yeah. Like I'm glad Sackboy: A Big Adventure is not seventy dollars. Yeah, like, exactly. That makes more sense at sixty. Mm-hmm. And it 50. does seem to be um, game specific because I think I don't know if we talked about it, but like uh, maybe a month ago, um, CD Projekt Red was asked whether or not they were going to make their um, next gen copies of cyberpunk 70 bucks yeah. bucks and they said no well because they've already committed to giving you the free upgraded version when you buy the regular one so that would be really shitty to be like you can buy the ps4 yeah, xbox just, one version for 60 dollars, and then get the free upgrade and then get free the upgrade or pay 70 and get like that's different because it's coming out it was always going to be a current gen game that then gets a free upgrade versus a game that is specifically meant for next gen that maybe gets a previous like miles is a next gen game that gets a previous gen version well i'll be interested do we know how much the ps4 version of miles is 50 no it is 50 50. also so the ps4 version is not like uh, 40 no i think it's 50 okay um but what i was meaning to say is like this is not 
this is not done by the system owner. Like this is a game by game. Basis. No, which I think is how games should be, which is to Joe's point of like, I would spend 70 on red dead, but not on battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good. I think that's how the industry should move into a more dynamic pricing of when a game comes out, it could be anywhere from $20 to $70 based on the amount of work, effort, licensing fees, graphical fidelity, all these things that are put into it will be reflected based on the, the number that you're expected to pay. So I think that's how it should be rather than just like everything's 60 bucks and a budget titles 40 and an indie titles 20. Like we're well, going to get, they kind of do that now with bullshit, like digital deluxe versions. That was another thing I was wondering about. Are we going to be seeing like $80 digital deluxe versions of games? Well, no, we'd be seeing or is that just going to go away for now. Yeah. Now that they've increased the price because they increased the price of things for like digital deluxe by like 10 bucks you know to kind of compensate for right. that yeah if they still keep doing it if now we're gonna be seeing like 80 dollars digital deluxe versions i'll be like okay come on you already raised the price once yeah i feel like we probably will be getting like instead of 60 and 100 for like deluxe editions and regular editions we're not going to be getting 70 and like 110 probably i would think they would just be equivalent in change well joe keeps looking at the next assassin's creed game which has a 120 dollars digital deluxe version yeah so which i mean is... that's ridiculous that's well, that's always, the price of two games they always do that though yeah there's always the gold edition that's still ridiculous yeah that's the price and of I, two games and I, and I bought did you all of did them. you not this one i i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm cracking the whip <laughs> yes john yeah. you're not gonna play it so why are you gonna spend two 120 dollars on it i might play it <laughs> sure uh, I didn't play. I didn't play uh, Odyssey, Odyssey, but I played that. I made Origins my game of the year that year That's that true. it came out. That's true. You did. So maybe I'll be more interested in Vikings this time. Maybe, mm. although I don't really care about Vikings. No, you're not. But God of War Two is going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, God of War is own beast. Yeah. Uh, one other thing too that they did not mention at all, which I wouldn't expect them to, because this is a negative, is the Jim Ryan, the CEO of Sony, uh, did come out and say in an interview this week. Um, that there will be no backwards compatibility for PlayStations 1 through 3, and that of the thousands of games they've tested on PlayStation 4, 99% of them are compatible on the PlayStation 5. So not surprising. I don't think anybody at this point was holding out hope that the PS5 would be compatible with 1, 2, and 3. I think that's where you're going to get more of a game. I feel like that's where PlayStation Now is going to pivot, and they're going to try to get those games on that. I just didn't think that, like, out of the box we'd get it no i didn't think so either because they had that patent for the like cloud download thing i feel like that's and the patent just got discovered uh, two months ago that's far too new for them to go oh it's also on the ps5 right now so i do think that that's maybe a year down the line they're like okay now it's technically backwards compatible you just put in your disc as a like access code to download it or we put the games available in the store for the ones that we can get the licensing fees for or whatever yeah so um, that i'm i'm not surprised it, it sure it's a negative it would be nice to be able to play them but at yeah. the same time i wasn't really expecting it yeah now you were are you sad I, I, I was hoping yeah it, that like faint glimmer i knew it wasn't gonna happen right right was that i mean i was hoping as well but the fact that it's not gonna happen i was just like um, yep that makes sense i was considering that like xbox's dedication to making things backwards compatible would be something that they would like feel like they were now forced yeah, to feel address the pressure. yeah um, Which but, is, I think, why we're getting PS4 compatibility. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I like when they confirmed that ninety nine percent or whatever. I was like, oh wow, I wasn't even expecting that. Honestly, really, I was expecting it to be like 
you know, the kind of thing 40. where they're like, <laughs> the top 100 games that they yeah, mentioned yeah, previously. Yeah, like the, the popular ones where they were going to... Yeah. When they first announced that, like, PlayStation collection, I was like, oh, these are going to be the ones that are backwards compatible. Yeah. That's what I was, like, thinking. I mean, that's the way that the Xbox One initially did it. Did it. Yeah. yeah. Was they were like, okay, it's only the top titles. We're going to monthly add new and ones. And that was, like, years after it had come out also. At that right. Point. And yeah. they're still adding stuff, you know, month by month. So the PlayStation could just do that next year. So 2021, they're going to start slowly putting out backwards compatible games. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, we'll get more, something more in the realm of backwards compatibility, uh, I think. And you think as well. And you're hopeful of. I mean, I always said, like, if Sony just went out and put out, like, some sort of thing that was like the legacy box. Yeah. It was just like, okay, here's a box that can play PlayStation one, two and three games. Yeah. It's a fat it's PS3. Just, yeah. It's just it <laughs> they do exist. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have one. It's in the basement. You know, a new, no, modern, yes. good something, one something thing. small worth, basically the size of a disc drive and you can put in whatever. And maybe it has a legacy store or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. That has some game, not all obviously. Yeah. That was some. like fully dedicated to playing like the older system games yes yeah. that would have... i have a fat ps3 and it runs like absolute fucking garbage at this point. oh yeah it sounds yeah. like a jet engine too yeah what always did that would have been the thing in lieu of the playstation classic that would have been a smarter thing of like just give us a a ps3 shrunk down to the size of a disc drive that i put my one two or three games in and it works perfectly fine that would honestly be something that i think people would be like oh okay cool i have my ps5 that's 500 bucks and it plays my four and five games and i have this thing that plays my one two and three games and then maybe down the line, the six or the seven PlayStation is completely legacy backwards, um, but at least you know give people something. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts on the PS5 event or the the aftermath, the positives, negative? What do you What do you guys think overall? The launch lineup sucks. <laughs> and what is it? Six games. Um, yeah. Did I not say those? No, you did. No, oh, you okay. did. I'm just. Yeah. Whole, it, it's it's six games technically five games. Because one of them is just Spider-Man 1 and 2. Yeah. And also... My, Spider-Man and Miles. And only two of those are PS5 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Demon Souls, Destruction, All-Stars. Sackboy is also coming to PS4. Uh, they also said after the fact that Horizon is coming to PS4 as well. Um, so definitely a far cry from their We Believe in Generations track that they were on oh, four months ago. So, but I mean, I couldn't tell you a single thing that's an Xbox exclusive no, exactly. launch title yeah, right now. Just, there isn't any. Yeah. Well, they haven't was, confirmed any. Yeah. I mean, so, I think Halo was, but that was it. It got delayed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I thought the conference was fine. It didn't really do anything extra to hype me up. I was already going to try and get the box anyway. Uh, and I'm excited for the box. Like, I'm excited to know that I've got one. I'm one of the lucky ones, like I said. But prices where I thought it was, release dates where I thought it was going to be. So I'm excited for November. I'm ready for it to, to be here. And it's only like seven weeks away now. So exciting stuff i just want to play demon souls don't worry joe i'll have you over you can play demon souls thanks joe's gonna move in from upstairs so yeah. you can play it every day okay you can help me take down the wallpaper right. you can't play it though oh, okay. <laughs> all, right. all right uh lightning round there was another uh nintendo switch we're gonna try to jam through a bunch of things here uh, but there was a nintendo switch partner showcase this week uh, I don't think we're going to go through each line item. Uh, was there anything that stuck out to you guys as things that were particularly exciting for you? Monster Hunter Rise. Okay. Which one was Monster Hunter Rise? Because there were two Monster Hunter games. So was... One's uh, a sequel to the 3DS game, which was like a like kiddie version of Monster Hunter that's more like a turn-based RPG. Mm-hmm. That one I don't really care as much about. I didn't really play the first one, and I don't 
like it's tied to an anime series. So oh, Monster Hunter Stories Two: stories. Wings of Ruin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rise is the new Monster Hunter, and it's, it's going to have um, gotcha. And it's also going to have amiibo support, and the amiibos look fucking baller. So nice. I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, the like collector's edition comes with its own amiibo, and it's huge. Um, so I will be very much excited for that. Uh, I loved Worlds. We played the shit out of it. Didn't get very far. But we played probably like twenty to thirty hours of Monster Hunter Worlds, and only played like the played, first played three like the levels. First, yeah, two three levels. <laughs> um, I didn't think we like killed the the monster in the la- in the third one. No, we didn't. The giant like uh, Ag- Ragnarath or whatever it was. Ag- Rathios. Oh, Rathios. Yeah, the like T Rex looking thing. Um, but uh, the new one looks great, and like uh, if it continues being as accessible as World was. They didn't really say much about how it plays. See, that's the thing that I was thinking about. This looks like it's more of a traditional Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter yeah. whereas Worlds was like Worlds is like the the online Monster Hunter, yeah. the one that's like tailor made for online. Whereas this one is more made for the traditional, like you're just going to sit there and play with your friends on your you know handheld essentially is what yeah. those ones were. So I'm surprised that they're kind of going backwards, but I like how they're going like traditional in a way. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, if more people are going... Th- There's a lot of people that are probably... Their first exposure to Monster Hunter was from playing Worlds. Are they going to be willing to go backwards? Ones. Same. Like, I mean, I, I played the other ones. Them. Yeah, but they were not accessible at the time. Yeah. Um, I, I am a sucker for, like, shelf items, too. So the fact that the Amiibos are coming out for it makes me want it more. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to buy the game when it comes out. Yeah. Like, I saw that and I'm like, oh, a new Monster Hunter. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, I'm down for this. And then you get, like, the collectability aspect of it. Uh, I'm just so surprised that they're kind of, like, not taking a step back, but they're, like, returning to tradition. Harkening to, yeah. yeah. Their, their older ways, I guess. But the, the Monster Hunter stories does not intrigue you guys at all? No. They're, like, yeah. kitty games. Nice. I mean, they're not... I don't want to play them kitty games. Yeah. They're, they're not... They're, they're meant to be a different type of title. It's not yeah. an action game. They're they're uh, they're RPGs. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything else that you guys saw in the partner direct? Disgaea Six. Okay. I thought Disgaea was dead. Uh, well, everyone did. They said they were done. They were done doing it. They said oh, we thought Nippon Nichi was going to go out of business. Yeah, because they canceled oh, yeah, Disgaea Mobile. Yeah. They said yeah. like it took too much money out of their. Maybe killing Disgaea Mobile like kept them afloat. Yeah. Maybe. This is the phoenix that rose from those ashes. Yeah. Good. Uh, so I was absolutely shocked to see a Disgaea 6 getting announced because I thought Disgaea was just going to be a dead franchise. It's a franchise I absolutely adore. I have sunk probably 150 hours into like each of the other games like originally as they had come out. Yeah. Um, Did you see what the max level was? Uh, nine trillion. Trillion, yeah. And the max damage is 999 quadrillion. <laughs> they are always absolutely... They get stronger the more he dies. That's a cool... like. You know implementation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the uh, the only thing is I do not like the aesthetics of it at all. No. Because uh, the original, uh, all the other Disgaea games are just like sprite based things. This is the first one where now all of the characters are three D models, uh, and I don't think it looks very good in comparison. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just because I'm so used to the sprites; they're like iconic at this point, um, and changing them. Had me kind of go like, oh, that looks kind of ugly. But I do understand that they've like used the exact same sprites for the last five games and the five like remastered versions of each one of them. So maybe it was time for them to change it up. I just don't like the change. You'll you'll like it. When you I'll play still it. play the yeah. game, and like I'm sure I'll get used to it. But yeah. I'm gonna miss those 
sprites because they are so iconic. Hmm. There you go. Uh, yeah, I think the only thing there was nothing really here for me. Uh, they did announce a sequel to Fitness Boxing, though. So, uh, and all my progress will carry over to the second game, which was nice. Yeah, but you um, eventually got your Wii Fit. Did you put that aside? My Ring Fit adventure. Ring yeah, fit. when I put it, yeah, I right. I put it aside when like summer came around because you know I could go outside and like go for walks and stuff. Like the Fitness Boxing was when it was still March and cold, and we were in lockdown as like a thing to keep me moving and stuff like that. So. That will be probably be combined with Ring Fit, but I don't need a sequel. It's it is what it is. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same game. There's no need to have another one. No, it's the same game, but there's a couple of different like little changes to it, so nothing really there for me. I did think that the uh, Empire of Sin looked kind of cool, just because I like that like gangsters, you know, 1920s kind of vibe and aesthetic to it. But um, it's an RTS. Yeah, so it's not like it was like oh that's kind of cool. I like this idea, but I don't think it's going to be a thing no. I necessarily get. Um, so anything else that you guys saw from the uh, the partner showcase that intrigued you? Yeah, I'm just looking up what else was announced. I only I watched remember. the very uh, ending of it. So we've got the two Mo- Monster Hunter games, Fitness Boxing, Disguise 6, uh, Empire of Sin, Sniper Elite 4 is coming in the holiday, The Long Dark got a Switch release date of the other day, Hades the Roguelike from Supergiant. Oh, I, um, I do want to play that, but that just came out on PC and they already said that the, the Switch version is delayed. So It's out. It was came out the day of the direct. It was a, it was a download it now. Really, I, it got delayed recently. Down now. It's oh in the, shit! It's in the shop. I will yeah. be buying Hades when I get home. Uh, Balan Wonderland, Rune Factory Five, uh, and Ori Will of the Wisps came out on Switch uh, oh, on yeah. the day of the. the they announced that was so. coming though. I think the a couple Switch. Uh, or Nintendo directs. Well, those no, that was Orient Blind Forest. Forest. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, the, yeah. the sequel. So, that, I mean, this one makes sense that it's coming out then. Yeah. yeah, and they announced like a super deluxe collector edition of it, also. Uh, yeah, getting a physical edition. It's a jewel case, um, with Ori and the Blind Forest. I've still never played those. Um, they seem like I mean, they're it's a it's a, it's a Microsoft Studios game. Yeah. So. Uh, good on them for putting it out on the handheld system. It's something I, it's something I think I would probably enjoy playing those games a lot more on a Switch than on a console. Yeah. So maybe I'll give them a try now that I can like play them handheld. Uh, they're Metroidvanias, so like I love those. I just never really was mm. a fan of the design. The aesthetic, yeah, yeah. same yeah. thing. It's fair. Uh, all right, lightning round. We'll stick with the Switch. Uh, we got new Nintendo Online games uh, announced this week. Uh, so the four games that you will be able to play. Now on your uh, NES and SNES online are Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest, Mario's Super Pick Cross, The Peacekeepers, and Nintendo's Scat, special cybernetic attack team. Not hmm. not poo poo porn. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not poop related. Oh, it's not. Poop it's not poop related. Joke. So I'm you down. don't care anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, any of these excite you guys? I mean, Donkey Kong is always great to play. I mean, Scat, but. Uh, <laughs> You're going to play uh, Mario Picross, the first time it's ever been released in America? I'm too stupid to play a Picross game. I've never been able to like properly understand how to play them. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about it. Um but yeah, I might I might check these out, you know, just they're they're free and they're there. But I don't ever really I always forget to boot that up. But, you know, we still got to cover it that they're here, but I always forget that those are there. And I always forget to go in and check those games. I, I do it like the week after they're announced and I play like maybe one or two of them for about 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, that's it. It's just a nice feature for a service that doesn't cost very much money. It's the kind of thing where, uh, for me, when I like turn it on and I'll look through it and I'll go like, holy shit, this is on there? Yeah. Oh man, I love that game. And then I don't play it. Yeah. 
So, uh, so those are the games that you'll be able to play. I think those are all available now. Uh, lightning round. That was a real quick lightning round. Um, we have some sad news to report that, unfortunately, um, the Nintendo 3DS has died. The year 2020 just keeps getting worse. Um, I didn't even know it was still alive, honestly. Yeah. Well, they, when, that's one of those things... When they announced that they were discontinuing it, I was like, oh shit, they're still making new ones? Yeah, that was one of those things where like Nintendo always was like, we're still committed to the 3DS, and we have Did, some random shovelware game that's coming out next week, so trust us, like we still... They're insistent that the, 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 Switch, the Switch is not going to replace the yeah. 3DS. The well, 3DS it, is still going strong. It only took three and a half years, but it did replace the 3DS, so it has been discontinued... Um, they will no longer be making new 3DSs. Uh, stores th- will sell off their final stock. Um, this uh, includes the new 3DS XL, the new 2DS XL, um, uh, and the 2DS. So they're all out of production. Each store is going to sell off whatever stock they have. And then that's it. The swan song for the... Uh, the DS line is... Yeah. Well, I, t- t- Switch Lite, I guess, is the new handheld. But... Obviously, it's a different thing entirely, but what do you guys think of the end of the, the DS line as we know it? I don't think there's an, a DS will ever come back. I feel like this is the Switch is it what going forward. What about the 3S? The what? The, they're going to make one with three screens. Oh. It opens like a, a trifold wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just going to be a folding Switch at that point, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I was surprised that they were still making them, so it, it's not exactly like a shock to me. Um, I I already own one of every model 3DS that ever came out, so I'm good. I, I have mine, and I have more than enough backups at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case <laughs> one five of, of them breaks. Yeah, so, so you're ready and raring to go. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was the like the little console that could, I guess, because like, it didn't it start off. The little console that did. But like it, it didn't start off very well. Is no. what I, is um, where I was kind of leaning. There is like it came out. The launch lineup wasn't great. The 3D was kind of meh. Most people didn't even use it. You had to like warn parents who had kids seven and under that the 3D would like permanently damage their eyes forever. Uh, and they would liquefy and melt out of their face. But uh, it got better over time and got some really good games out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, that was the you know successor to the original DS and the DSi and Lite and all that stuff, which was a huge you know gangbusters product for Nintendo. So seeing this line kind of come to an end is sad, but wholly unsurprising given the you know the success of the Switch and what that console can do and does. So uh, yeah, I still have my 3DS, but I haven't. I don't really ever take it out to play it. There's nothing on there that you know really I would go back to other than you know the Mario's and the re-releases of Zelda's and things like that. But, you know, sad nonetheless. I just wish there was something that they could do to make it so you could play 3DS games on the Switch. Yeah. I don't know. There'd be no way to do it that I could think of, but it would be interesting. I feel like most of the 3DS games I played didn't require me to use the touchpad ever. So I feel like you could just... still screens, though. Yeah, but I feel like you could figure out a way where, like, most of the games I felt like I played, the second screen was the map or the inventory screen. And that would just be a pause menu. Yeah. Or Um, it would require you to have your Switch, like, wired to your TV or something so that, like, the your tv would be the top screen and the bottom screen would be your your switch or vice versa depending on which was the most action oriented they they did that with the wii u 
you could play some 3DS and uh, DS games on yeah. Wii U. Well, because you have touch screen has a, the touch yeah. screen, the bottom I mean, the Switch screen, has a touchpad as well. Yeah, but the you can't like use the TV as one screen and the touchpad as the second screen the way you could with the Wii U at the same time. I mean, but if they make an attachment for it to do that, like Joe was saying, he wishes there was a, a thing that would let you yeah. do that. If well, they was, make a, like, a wire or something like that, I was picturing like a thing you could put on the back of your 3DS that would have another screen on the top. Oh, the Switch, yeah, yeah. where like it plugs in and like it clips around it and plugs into the USB C port, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then you could just insert like a cartridge in. Yeah, but that's like a fucking pipe dream and a half. Yeah. I'm not ever actually. That's never coming it. out. Yeah, no. but like, if but I you had, said it now, so you've willed it into the world. If I had fucking like monkey paw powers, that would yeah. be one of the things I'd be like, yeah. yeah no, but and it wouldn't be a cool paw powers that something bad would happen at that point. Yeah, I, yeah, it would probably crack the switch or like it would do something. Or stupid. it's Nintendo's last console. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know it at the time, but it would come back to bite you. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, I yeah, I think you're just gonna have to. Stick with one of your seven 3DSs to... Oh, darn. Yeah. What are you going to do? It just means um, that the, the doors are closed on collecting games, too. So, like, now you don't have to worry about anything coming out. So, you can just buy what's left. Yeah, you can go back and get all the ones that you missed. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a sad day for the uh, for those that, that loved the, you know, the 3DS lineup of things. And we're, we're fully into, into Switch mode now, so we'll see what the future of Nintendo looks like, if it is just Switch going forward, or if there's some new handheld... Switch heavy. Yeah, some, well, the Switch heavy, yeah, that's that'll be coming down the pipe, I'm sure. Uh, all right, lightning round, a couple of quick things. There was a listing for a Mass Effect trilogy coming to Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. Uh, looks like these are the October release dates. Uh, based on the retailer, I think it was a German Amazon or Portuguese retailer um, with the you know logo that says Mass Effect Trilogy. Are you guys excited at all about a Mass Effect Trilogy replaying 1, 2, and or 3? Maybe. I I own them all and I've never played them. Oh, really? I, I played a little bit of 2. I played a little bit of 1 when it came out and I haven't ever touched 3. Um, because once they all three of them were out, I was like, you're your shepherd carries over all of them. I would want to start with the beginning and one is the roughest one to start with. Mm. So if it comes out at 50 bucks and I can play it on my PS4 or Xbox one or whatever, and it's all concise in there, I might give it a shot. Yeah. I would assume that anything coming out this close, if it is an October release date, which we're very close to, I feel like we would have heard something by now. Granted, those are probably placeholder dates, um, but I would assume it would be forwards compatible with whatever, you know, next gen version that you get. Uh, I think the Switch would be cool because I feel like a lot of people, you know, might not necessarily, they might have been Nintendo diehards that might not have had PS3s or 360s. Um, even the PS4 version, like, I think Mass Effect 1 eventually came to PS4 or PS3, but it was like way after. You had to buy it in the collection. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that'll be one nice and two to, were like, together and then you could buy three separately. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be nice to like have one concise thing because the Shepherd carries over um, throughout everything. And, I mean, people still loved those games. I know they didn't like the ending to three, and Andromeda was a whole nother, you know. Let's not include mess. <laughs> that's not yeah. That's Don't not part of this. That. Yeah, we're um, not talking about Andromeda. But even even though like the ending of three and Andromeda kind of soured the franchise. In well, terms they, rec- of getting they in. retconned the ending of three with a new DLC. Yeah, and so like that kind of, but that kind of like messed up the legacy of it and made it so that way like nobody's clamoring for a new one of those. Right, there's it's not tarnished. Yeah. Well, it, for me, like when I when I saw that, uh, I played through all of them. Like I played Mass Effect, you know, 
I carried my shepherd through one to three, like when they when they all came out, uh, and I liked Mass Effect a lot. But like, I feel like uh, even the name like Bioware is so tarnished at this point is, that when yeah. that came out, I just kind of went like, "Ew!" Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that announcement, I was like, Ew. "Yeah." So I mean, this could reinvigorate the franchise, get people to remember what they loved about it. There'll be you know new reviews and new think pieces and new people talking about how. Oh, here's why these games are great, and maybe that's enough no, no, to kickstart. This, this is when they were good. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe remembering why they were good is enough to kickstart the franchise again. Or it could remind everybody why they fell off and stopped liking Make it. Make another Jade Empire. So we'll uh, we'll see. But I'm sure there's enough people that are clamoring for something like this to go for any excuse to go back and play these games again because they are still so beloved. And yeah, you're right. Three did get fixed, but you know. I think the damage had been done at that point. So we'll see what this could do for the future of Mass Effect. But uh, any of you going to pick it up? I, I might when it's on sale. Like in unboxing games after moving, I do have the first two. I don't have yeah. the third one. And I was like, I could play these again. And I even thought about putting them in. And then I was like, eh. Nah, like, eh, like, yeah. If, but if it's all in one package and it's like all there I, I, and cheap, like given mm-hmm. the price, I might pick it up. Nice. Uh, I mean, John, you're absolutely right in that the first one is super fucking rough. I, I have I don't recently know tried I, to go and play it. I don't know if I have it in me to go back and play through the first one to get to the second one. Uh, Mass Effect, in my opinion, is like the epitome of the uh, second game syndrome. Yeah, where like Assassin's the second Creed, game yeah. is significantly Assassin's Creed is another one. Yeah. Where like the second game, the first game is like the prototype, and the second game is like the Leaps fulfillment of that. Yeah. The Arkham series is the same thing. Yeah. I like Arkham Asylum a lot. Yeah, I like Arkham Asylum a lot too, yeah. but Arkham I don't City think is... Well, yeah, but that's just... What that's, we wanted. That's like a great game becoming a greater game. That's Empire Strikes Back to Star Wars, where it's like, they're both fantastic, but this one's just even better. As opposed to like, Assassin's Creed is rough. Oh, yeah. And Assassin's Creed yeah, 2 is yeah. great. Like, yeah. So it's not like sequel escalation, it's second game being the fulfillment of, bounds better, yeah, yeah. of the promise of the first right so I, I mean i might give it a try i don't know if i have it in me to stomach playing through the first one again um kind of almost makes me wish that they could like do the remaster of the first one and kind yeah, of just go same. back and like fix it and tweak it and, yeah, yeah. And make it make it more reskinned graphically of the the second game yeah and i mean we don't know the details on this because they are just retailer postings that have since been taken down but we could be getting something like that they could have gone in and, and overhauled the system and, and reworked things. In if they do that yeah so i think that's going to be a thing that you just require more information on um so we'll see if and when that becomes real what in fact, the package internals actually uh, look like. So uh, we'll move on. Lightning round. Do you guys enjoy Cuphead? Yes. Do you wish? It. Do you wish you could play Cuphead in real life? I can. You can. I just put a cup on my head. That's true. You could. You could become Cuphead, or they make Halloween costumes for Cuphead and Mugman, so you I'm could sure. do it. Uh, well, what you can do when you put on that Halloween costume is you could get yourself down to Arby's, get yourself a kids' meal, and get you some Cuphead toys. I heard they have the meats. They do have the meats. I have heard that as well. I don't want to eat Arby's. I listen. I don't think I've ever eaten at an Arby's. I like Arby's. Ew. I've said it. I'm so hungry I could eat at Arby's, and I have. <laughs> I think Arby's is fine for what it is. It's fast food roast beef sandwiches. The chicken is fine. The roast beef sandwiches are fine. The curly fries are the best fries in all fast food. All right, I'll give you the curly fries are great. 
That's what I'm saying. Uh, it's fine. It's exactly like it's no different than going to McDonald's and getting a burger. Like it's it's just a, it's fine. It's not the best burger you've ever had. It's not the best roast beef sandwich I've ever had. But it's it's fine. Just it's fine. I've I've never been to an Arby's. But now you can get Cuphead toys. So these are only for the kids' meal. Though. <laughs> only for the kids' meal. So you can get a small roast beef sandwich or a small chicken fingers. Those are actually pretty good too. Uh, and get yourself some Cuphead launchers. They're little disc shooters that shoot like a Cuphead or a Mugman little disc at some papercraft villains that you can build yourself, which I think is kind of cool because that does fit in uh, with the Arby's aesthetic uh, from their Twitter account, which if you've seen is a fantastic corporate Twitter that is always on the cutting edge of nerd culture and games they, and everything wrestling. Everything they like, we like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and they're always building little papercraft things out of the Arby's boxes for you know, whatever new video game is out or wrestling pay-per-view event or whatever like nerd pop culture thing. There's always some kind of like a new anime comes out that everyone's hyped on. They have a version of the main character made out of Arby's boxes. And so the papercraft thing, I think, fits well with that. Um, but you get the like the Dice Man and the Flower and the Medusa and the weird Betty Boop with a weather vane on her head. I don't know the names of the characters. So I played it once and I beat it and I was very frustrated and I don't remember I don't remember <laughs> any of the lore, the lore other than Cuphead and Mugman are brothers. And All I know is it. rage. Yeah. And uh, they're dealing with the devil. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they look pretty cool. What do you guys think of the Arby's toys? I thought toys, like, in kids' meals was not a thing that existed anymore. I feel like they must, but we just aren't privy to it because, like, I've definitely gone into, like, a McDonald's and seen the, like, you know, display case that has them, but like I don't pay attention. I can't to remember it. the is last it, time I actually went into a fast food place. Like, That's is it true. only McDonald's? Because like I don't remember like Burger King or Wendy's having fast food meals. Like, certainly not like Taco Bell or anything like that. Uh, I mean, Burger King and Wendy's used to. What, they, they used to, yeah. What, have but like meals? recently, yeah. I don't like, know, toy, like the toy meal thing. Oh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, like I don't get McDonald's because McDonald's makes me die inside. Um, so I thought it was like just a thing that was just regulated to McDonald's now. Like it was just their iconic thing. We still do this. I feel like the that's probably meal. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause the uh, Burger King used to have the, the big kids meal. Yeah. And they had like their little like cast of characters or whatever. Right. Uh, but I feel like there were probably some kids meals. It's like you get a coloring book with crayons and like, that's the thing that you get as opposed to like a branded toy from a brand, like, you know, from a company or like, like McDonald's does hello kitty toys, but wendy's doesn't do anything equivalent to that at burger king um but this is i think this is cool it kind of fits with the arby's brand of being like more of a niche pop culture nerd company like i wouldn't expect cuphead toys at mcdonald's but i totally expect cuphead toys at, at arby's yeah so especially this like late in the game essentially cuphead came out what three years ago yeah, but it's also yeah. getting a TV show soon, and it's getting yeah. DLC oh, I soon. About the TV it just show. it just came to PS4. Like it's it's still kind of around and relevant, and they've got merch still, and they've got pop figures and things. So like, it's a thing the kids enjoy. It's probably still maybe popular on like watching speed runs of it or whatever. So you know, there you go. So uh, I think that'll do it. I don't care if you guys have any other news because this has already been a jam-packed episode filled with lots of information we can always push it to next week if you do um but i think that will do it for the lightning round not lightning round for this week which will do it for this week's episode of the broken clock podcast games cast remember you can find the games cast every monday morning at 9 a.m on google play itunes podbean stitcher and spotify you can also find us on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods uh, so let us know what you thought of the playstation 5 event uh, were you able to get one 
What games are you most anticipated looking forward to? Are you excited about the new Harry Potter game? Uh, what things from the PlayStation 5 event uh, really excited you? What things from the Nintendo Partner Showcase were you excited about? Are you going to play any of the Switch Online games? Uh, write us a eulogy for the 3DS if you feel so inclined. Are you excited about a Mass Effect trilogy? And have you been to or enjoy RBs? And will you be getting Cuphead toys? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. As I mentioned, you can also find um, our recent adventures in streaming uh, at twitch.tv slash Broken Clock Podcast. Uh, also, our YouTube channel has some stuff up there, uh, so you can check that out as well. That's Broken Clock Podcast on YouTube as well. Um, Joe, I want to thank you for coming back. I know you said not to get used to it, but I hope we will continue to see you in and throughout the fall as we get into the next generation of or gaming. Hear you. Uh, yeah, or hear you. Either way. Um, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast, Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. I'm Joe. And thanks so much for listening. Wash your hands. I don't know how we end it now. But John says wash your hands, but you used to say goodbye. Oh, I, I'm not going to step on anyone's toes here. <laughs> say goodbye. Goodbye.